Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Good morning. Oh, good morning. I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This Christmas, the fireside is blazing bright. You know it! Yes! Merry Christmas, Googans. E, good morning. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas, my boy. Christmas weekend here on the drill. Celebration starts today. Jeff got into the eggnog last night. So he called out. No worries. We're good. See if we can roust him for the five pack. Hopefully not. I've seen this movie, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. What's it called? This Christmas. This was before this singer became a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Young Breezy. He was, uh, he belted this out, uh, he belted out a song at church at the end. Yep, yep. And everybody's jaw dropped. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. I might watch it this Christmas. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, it's good to be here at 6.05. Uh, good to be with you, Googans. It's Christmas time, and we have much to be thankful for, but maybe not so much in sports. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. We get word yesterday that in the afternoon that Trev didn't practice. We knew that two days in a row. Now, kind of most people are tending to lean towards he's not going to play. Not the most ideal situation. Not the most ideal situation. We turn our attention to C.J. Bethard. And this is what he gets paid for. So, you know, you get it. You get what you do with a backup quarterback, in my opinion, is you find a guy. If your starting quarterback gets hurt for the year, you're screwed, generally speaking. Yeah. But if he's going to miss a game or two here or there, your goal is to find a guy who can win you a game or two. That's what C.J. Beathard's paid to do. He was, hasn't started a game since 2020, however. <coughs> He's thrown a total of 27 passes in the last three years. Um, he's 2-10 as a starter. Completes 59.5% of his passes, 18 touchdowns, 14 picks. But he is good enough to win you a game. Will he be good enough to win you this game? That remains to be seen. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with uh, looking like more and more like it's going to be not Trevor, but instead C.J. Beathard. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And then to top that off, I had a great Christmas present under my tree. It was wrapped in, wrapped in, um, 
New York Mets, New York Mets uh, wrapping paper. E. What was that? Said open early. Uh huh. I went and I was excited. I grabbed it. I opened it up to see what was under my tree, and I was expecting it to be a five foot ten, right-handed Japanese pitcher mm-hmm. by the name of Yoshi Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Yamamoto, who's won the equivalent of the Cy Young in Japan three years in a row. At a 1.8 ERA last year in the Japanese league, and by all accounts, is phenomenal. As I opened it up, it was a box. I was excited, and I lifted the bo- I lifted the top of the box off, and I looked in, and there it was. It was a lump of coal. It was a lump of coal. All right, what in Yamamoto? It wasn't Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Uh, 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 Dan the Dan the Dodger fan opened his Christmas present uh-huh. last night too. And he got Yamamoto. Dang, they got Yamamoto and um, Otani. Oh, my goodness. Yes, they did. You know how much they spent combined on those two guys? Big racks. A billion. <laughs> One billion dollars. Ooh, woo. I'm not happy. Um, Yeah. So I won't have Yamamoto for my summer, for my summer sojourn. No? No? And now the Mets will pivot to other things, and we are going to basically throw away the 24 season. And Yamamoto and Otani will be in L.A., and, well, you know, so there's that. And, of course, I have also under the tree, I had a gator present. It was all wrapped in Florida Gator wrapping paper, and I opened that up. I took the top off of that lid and that box. There was another lump of coal, E. Uh-oh. Yeah, and it, you shake the coal, and you read a comment, and it was from, it was from uh, Miles Graham's dad, Ernest Graham, who played for the Florida Gators. Oh, yeah, number five. Number five. Very good, E. Come on, man. Ernest uh, just went into the uh, Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. He did. Fingers taped. He always had the fingers on his tape. Or tape on his finger. Love Ernest Graham. <laughs> Ernest Graham yesterday tweeted this out. Uh, my son was raised to understand the business as it exists, but there has been new levels of disconnect with this program that I have never, ever experienced. No calls, no communication, and the driest experience imaginable. I'm just going to start there. Oof. Uh-oh. This is one of our, our big signees, dads, yep. who played there. Uh-huh. Who kid loves the school? Who moved to Gainesville for his senior year of football? Buholtz. Thank you very much. And that's uh, uh, so he's angry. Yeah, I saw him play. It's Christmas time here, and Uh-oh. I've got lumps of coal from the Mets and the Gators. I've got to open my Jaguar present. E mm. took the wrapping paper off, opened it up. There's a picture of C.J. Beathard in there laughing at me. He's smiling. Yeah, he may be excited. C.J., we need you. I'm not saying we're. We're doomed. I am saying we in trouble. Sound like you've been naughty this year. I guess so. I guess so. It's not (laughs) – we're not in good shape here, my man. We're not looking like our guy Trevor's going to be playing. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Hopefully your Christmas – hopefully we can focus in on on Christmas and the reason for the season and – and much of that, as we head into the weekend, you can get some of your shopping. Oh, by the way, one more thing. 
Uh, the the uh, the drill sent me a gift. Oh yeah, yeah. Drill sent me a gift. What did drill send you? It was in the ba- back behind the tree. So I went back behind the tree, and uh, it was a big, kind of wrapped up, kind of. You know how you get like, you know, how, like you ever try to wrap like a bicycle for your kid, <laughs> or something. So, you know, it's something that's like awkward, awkward, an awkward wrapping job. So I go, gosh, this is from the drill. But what could this be? So I ripped that open, uh-huh. the drill wrapping paper. You know what it was? What that? Was that dirty wheel? <laughs> that dirty wheel just laughing at me, knowing that in a couple short weeks, mm-hmm. I may have to visit that thing. Get the spinning. Not once, E. Get the spinning. But twice. What fun is that? Sports God's a little G. Everybody wants Jeff to have to spin it three times. He gave me three to one odds on this. And I've also fallen and I can't seem to get up in the Friday five pack. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Dan, walk in your underwear to the sipping going back and wave to the fans. Oh, Dan, eat seven cockroaches. Oh, Dan. I've been thinking about some things to put on the wheel, too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, jump in the pool at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> in <Good>. January. <sighs> I mean, can a guy get a break here in the sports world? No. Some of these are self-inflicted wounds. In fact, they all are. I chose the teams to root for, and I've picked horribly, and I made stupid bets. But here are the Jags. Here are the Jags, E, 28th in sacks. But they have 30. The magic number is 36. That's the L. Three games to go, six sacks. It's going to come down to the wire. I don't think so. I think once they play Bryce Young. Oh, it'll be a wrap. They knock him down about seven times. That'll be all she wrote. I will maintain... This team does not get to the quarterback. In the spirit of the bet, I feel like I won, but it doesn't matter. I'll be spinning. The Rams beat the Saints. Uh, you know, oh, they tapped that. McVay has uh, done a heck of a job. And hats off to the Rams. Hats off to Matt Stafford. I did not see this coming. They are a good football team. Kyron Williams, hundred yards rushing. Puka had a great deal, a great day. Staff was throwing that thing around. Staff had one. Staff was moving, which was, you know, mobile. He not taking off and running, but shuffling his feet, getting out of the pocket. He had one play where he went to the left, bro. He went to the left. And, and he threw that thing so Oh, away. yeah. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. Man. And that's a former Gator, Demarcus Robinson, who's found a home as the third receiver in L.A. So you've got Robinson, Cup, and Nakua which is great for the uh, Mendenhall Bowl, by the way. We have our representative, <laughs> we have a Havsy, and we have a, we have one for your side. <laughs> Shout out the Mendenhall Bowl. The Mendenhall Bowl. We're looking forward to that one. Somebody played, somebody simulated the Mendenhall Bowl on Madden. <laughs> it was on social media. Congrats, E, you guys won. <laughs> that explosive. It was a high-scoring game. That explosive nightmare of yeah. an offense yes. got crazy, huh? It did. I think they hung 41 on the boys. Lack of corners just killing the boys. Oh, man. Oh, we kid because we care.
So anyway, uh, that's what's going on in my world. Hopefully your world is better. I don't know if you're on the road today. Hopefully you have the day off. I know that BWR started her uh, Christmas vacation today. So there was no movement at all from her at 5A when the alarms went off. E, obviously, our colleague started his Christmas vacation today. Heavy on the eggnog last night. Heavy on the eggnog. Heavy on the eggnog. Uh, you and I will soldier through this and then move out. But I'll be, I'll be, uh, we'll be covering the Jags on Sunday. We'll be working on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so, it's goodness. Yeah. 405 kick, right? Mm-hmm. It is. All we want for Christmas is a Jags win. <sighs> I just don't know, my man. I just don't know. All right, we're warming up. We got a lot to do today. It's a, uh, it's a football Friday. We have that going for us. There was a bowl game last night. Did you see the outcome of that game? Oh, somebody tore somebody up. Yes, they did. South Florida, I believe it was. Yeah, South Florida beat the living <laughs> heck out of old uh, out of old uh, Syracuse. Yeah, who's going through transition? So, uh, with their coaching staff. So, uh, we got games today. Uh, do we have games, or is it tomorrow? Let me see. Uh, we got good. I think we got a couple Friday degenerates going on. Nope, all tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. I thought there was a game today, but I could be wrong. Next huh. Friday, we got that Tax Slayer Bowl. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, we have, uh, I don't see any games today. Very odd. Saturday games, a whole bunch of them. We got NFL Saturday, Sunday, Monday, too, by the way. So, uh, we are in real good shape. Uh, we'll, we'll kick it around, though. We've got a lot to do today. We got uh, we got the Friday Five Pack. The quarterback whisperer is going to visit as well. So it's all happening right here on a Football Friday edition of the Drill. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah. It's the best time of the year. Well, I don't know if there'll be snow. Pretty sure there's not going to be snow. Welcome back, everybody. Merry Christmas to all you Googans out there. The captain is on with his fishing report. Merry Christmas, Captain. How are you? Merry Christmas, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Jeff apparently yeah. got into the eggnog last night. We'll just leave it at that. He, he did not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, what it is, Kevin, is I lie about things a lot. I've, just, I've, I've taken a long look at myself. And I tell lies a lot of the time. Well, I don't lie, but I exaggerate. <laughs> I said on TV, I'll just tell you this story real quick. I said okay. on TV, I was doing a Monday night show. We have a Monday night show on, on, the, on, on, uh, on Fox, on Jags. Mm-hmm. And it's every Monday night. And so it's usually me and this guy named Brent Martineau. And so right. this guy, Brent Martineau, he had... He was up in Cleveland covering the Jags, and so he was, he did not, he was bringing a car back, his family in Ohio, so he had stuff to do. So uh, he missed the Monday night show. And then the other guy who would normally fill in had a Christmas party or something. So basically what it is, is I did the show by myself with guests. Mm -hmm. And so I come out and I call myself the Trevor Lawrence of Jaguars Report Live because I show up every week and play through all the stuff but anyway then I told this great lie I said Jags are beat up in fact it's gotten so bad even the guys who cover the Jags are beat up Brent Martineau uh, sprained his MCL he won't be here tonight and I'm I'm you know in my in my little devious head I'm giggling and laughing and kidding 
Well, uh-huh. I started getting texts that night from Brent. Why did you tell everybody about my MCL? <laughs> he comes back the next week. A couple people walked up to him and go, how's your knee? And so uh-huh. then I realized that, you know what? I guess I'm just a liar. Yeah. <laughs> but this kind of self-reflection, Kevin, is going to make me a better human going forward. Yeah, and, and uh, sometimes you just uh, <laughs> got to be careful what you say sometimes. Also true. You know, Especially mean, on radio and television where you, there's more than one person listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, on your show, on your Saturday shows, you occasionally may tell a whopper of a fish story. That's right. You know, Exaggerate. You may embellish. Right. I might. Yeah. And then when I get home, you know who was listening? <laughs> the wife. That didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? That did not happen. Yeah. yeah. Also why, a good point. Why would you say that? Yeah. Well, how, yeah. Like, well who, do people go fishing this weekend? Are we fishing or what? What are we doing? You know what? This week, this, this coming weekend is going to be beautiful. Wow, um, you know, so it's nice been, yesterday. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, my God. Wasn't yesterday awesome? Oh, and today, today, tomorrow, and, and Sunday are just, uh, you know, like, like 70 degrees. Um, there's going to be light wind today. Now there, mm. there's still there's still some seas um, because it's been blowing all week, you know, and, and it's been blowing north northeast, which obviously is a is a very rough ocean. You know, we just don't we don't get very many windows to fish mm-hmm. offshore at this time of year, Dan. I mean, it's it's rare. You know, I mean, maybe one out of ten, one out of twelve days, it'll be pretty enough to go offshore. So. Most of what we do is is inshore fishing, and and it and it continues to be good. Now, um, it did scare me a little bit this week that that water temperature got down to like fifty six, fifty seven degrees, which is which is which is quite cold. Once it once it gets you know fifty four, mm-hmm. it it shuts them down. Okay, you know it it it, it, it uh, they they just they they quit eating, but it never did get that cold. And and um, the, the the, the cool thing about where we lived in mm-hmm. is that you can all 365, you can find something to fish for. Right. And, you know, it's with, with water temperature drives everything. And when it gets that cold, you, you think about a, a couple fish. Um, first off, a uh, sheep's head, sheep's head love colder, colder water. Okay. You know, if it's, if, if it's 57, 58 degrees, they're, they're, they're all in, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the sheep's head fish has been, been fantastic this week. Um, another fish that, that enjoys that colder water is what we call yellowmouth trout, wheat fish. Uh, they they love colder water, and in, in that out of Mayport, uh, Captain Kirk Waltz has been just hammering uh, the, the yellowmouth trout. The yellowmouth trout fish has been really good in St. Augustine, also around the, the rocks and stuff like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, you just kind of you, you you have to think a little bit outside the box when it gets cold. Right, um, and, and you know I know Captain Lee Dan has been doing really well on the redfish and the creeks and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, when you're fishing for redfish, think deep holes and creeks, because that's where they go to get warm. Right. So anyway, it's been, it's been a good week for the guys that got out. I, well, I, I haven't fished much this week, but um, I'm, just, I'm just telling you this weekend looks looks beautiful. We, well, we don't play till 4 o'clock on Sunday, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got plenty of time to go, get, get some fish, put the grill on, you know, instead of doing wings this, this, this weekend, do huh. some, do some, some redfish on the half shell. Eh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that will work. That will yeah. work. Yeah. Captain, yeah. So, Merry Christmas, my man. I'm glad you're doing well. Merry, Merry Christmas, Dan. Every, every, everything's good, buddy. I appreciate right. you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. There he goes. He's the captain. Captain Kevin Favor, the fishing report.
does it for us each and every Friday. E, is there any chance that if I asked you who the rookie of the year is, offensive rookie of the year, who would you tell me? Hmm, offensive rookie, probably Puka. Oh. Puka Nakua. Over C.J. Stroud? Yep. Wow. Well, I thought I was going to have to convince you of it, but he now has more games with 150-plus receiving yards than any receiver in the Super Bowl era. Yo, stop playing. He already has more receiving yards than Randy Moss in 1998. Yeah. I mean, what about Puka Nakua? Yeah, I'd go Puka. CJ's hurt. Exactly. That's why I would go Puka, because CJ's hurt. He's probably going to miss his second game. The Rams are not— the Rams are not a good team to talk about when I want to talk about my Jags because I get angry. You know why I get angry? Because they put up a graphic last night during the game about all their third-round picks. They got ballers. Guys that they've hit on in the third round and passed. 19 receivers are drafted before him. He was the last player taken before the start of round six. Rams receiver Puka Nakua. Uh, Who's in the sixth round? Uh, he was taken last player before the start of round six, round oh, five. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nine for 164 last night. 1,327 receiving yards. In 1998, Randy Moss wowed us with 13-13. Nakua has two games left. So it's not like he's, you know, remember, so, because they play the extra game now. Uh-huh. Nakua has four games with 150 or more receiving yards, the most of any rookie receiver in the Super Bowl era. Mm. His his uh, betting odds are getting better. Um, Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robinson ain't winning no dad guy. It's a two it's a two horse race, man. It ain't gonna be Jameer Gibbs. It ain't gonna be Bijan Robinson. It's gonna be Puka Nakua or C.J. Stroud. Yep. yep. And the, if C.J. wins, it's because the position that he plays. And don't get me wrong, he's played it well. Oh, he's had a great year. Absolutely. But. I mean, this cat has been unbelievable, man. And he's taken over for Cup. He is. In a lot of ways. Yeah. He's got, he's got 96 catches. Rookie. For 1,327 yards. Our rookie tight end has two catches. He was taken <laughs> in the second round. He only has five touchdowns. I guess that would be one negative about Puka Nakua. But, yeah, 9-164. He had 4-105. He had 8-154. He had 9-163. Shoot against the Niners, 15 for 147. Seahawks, 10 for 119. What a year. What a year he's had. Puka Nakua, keep that in mind. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. He could be. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. But, yeah, the Rams, I mean, yeah, just uh, just impressive what, they were, what they've were, what they been able to do. And they've worked themselves into a, into a spot here. I, you know, I thought there was a game tonight, and I, I guess ESPN refuses to recognize UCF and Georgia Tech, but I believe they play tonight. In the Gasparilla Bowl at 630, Georgia Tech, UCF, it's on ESPN. So, I've been to that Gasparilla Fest down there. In Tampa. It says NCAA football today, six thirty p.m. You've been to Gasparilla. Woo! Yeah, 
I know what I was getting into, Dano. Yeah. That's crazy down there. Oh, it went down. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, on the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures, a few thoughts here early in the morning. Dan, can we give the Dodgers the championship already? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm not going to read that one. They want me to rant about the Mets. No, I can't do that. Oh, Friday. Spotted. They found Fr- Friday I, was spotted? Yeah, she was on Santa's knee, and she has been naughty. Oh, oh, oh Friday. I just want to know what she had on on Santa's knee. Probably something plaid and shorts, <laughs> be my guess. <laughs> what you got on Friday? Jeff Dano, T-Law is our future, no doubt, but Stafford is making him look like peewee football. Matthew is on it. Go Jags. Matthew Stafford I mean, has not been talked about a lot this year and has had and, and is a, a very, still a very good quarterback when healthy, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't expect – I didn't expect staff to be playing at this level, especially coming off of that injury. Yeah. Last night, he looked like young staff, the way he was moving he, uh, around and throwing that ball. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a weird trade. That trade worked for both teams, man. Yeah. It really did. It's really working out for the Rams right now because they did what they needed. To, like, now they they've went rebuilt. All in. Yeah. They went all in. Mm-hmm. They won the Super Bowl. It worked. Now we expected them to be trash. For a couple, three years. Now look at them. Yeah. It can be done. It worked out. Matthew Stafford's thrown for 3,648 yards, which I think is fifth in the NFL. Uh, he's got 23 touchdowns and nine picks. His rating is 93. Been very good this year. Very good. Our guy is 18th in rating with a 90.5 with 18 and 10. About 100 yards less or so. Is anybody going to eclipse 5,000 yards this year? Two is at 39 with three games to go? He didn't need three big games to get to 5,000. Nah, I don't think yeah. so. Brock Purdy's at 3,800. Jared Goff, though, is third in yards. He's ahead of Matthew Stafford. So, 67% of his passes, 26 and 10, better rating. Jared Goff has been better than Stafford, so that's why it benefited Detroit as well. You know, it's kind of a win-win deal for both of them. What are your thoughts on Derek Carr? Um, he is what he, he he is what he is, man. Yeah. Like he's he's already past his ceiling. Yep. He's probably on the the back end. No, not probably. He's on the back end of the slope. Mm-hmm. He is what he is. Yeah. Can you win a Super Bowl with him? No, I don't think so. No? No. Boy, he just he's gosh, he remind he's kind of the Kirk Cousins. I was just about to say he's Kirk Cousins. But Kirk is better. Yeah, yeah, Kirk is better. You know. I don't know what it is with Derek Carr, man. He, he, his stats are never that bad. I mean, he's, you know, his stats aren't bad. He's thrown 236 touchdowns in his career, 107 picks, 91.9 rating. These are his touchdowns year to year. Rookie year, 21, 32, 28, 22, 19, 21, 27, 23, 24, 19. He's thrown for... 4,000 yards, one, two, three, four, four times. He may do it again this year. That would be five times. I mean, I. I yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, but yet, one loss record, probably not so good. Pro- what do you think his one loss record is? Is it better than we think or no? I, it's. Or uh, is, it, is, it a, is it around 500? What do you think? It's it is? right below 500. It is? I you think know so. that or you're no, guessing? No, that's my All guess. Right. Let's look. Maybe like 480. All right, let's look at where old Derek Carr is. 
Derek Carr's one-loss record is 70 wins, 86 losses. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, he did have a 3-13 and 13 his first year. Then he went 7-9, and 12-3, 6-9, 4-12, 7-9, 8-8, 10-7, 6-9, 7-7 and this year. Oh, boy. Got to be frustrating. All right, we're, we're going to crank. Uh, we're cranking it up. We're rocking and rolling. We got a lot of Jag talk today. Obviously, Jags go to Tampa. Very iffy on Trevor right now. Not looking like he's 100% in at this point. So we shall see. Uh, we got the seven o'clock hour. We got some Denny Thompson coming along as well. We got the Friday five pack. We got three weeks left in the five pack. I think I'm. I'm at minus three. They say you negative three, my boy. Yeah. I'm at minus three. Mm-mm-mm. I got some winners this week, though. Fade the hick. This is the drill. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. It's the drill brought to you by Dan E. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell. Merry Christmas, Googans. Jingle bell. Take care of your loved ones. If you got little kids, enjoy the moment, man. You don't have to determine about Christmas time, E. What the? You only get like, as a parent, you really only get like four to five of those sparkle in their eyes. At Christmas morn with the kids. Okay. Because when they're like one or two, it's they don't really get it. It's like whatever. Give 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 them a couple boxes. Give them a box and some wrapping paper. They'll be happy as heck. Save yourself some money, Googans. That's from Uncle (laughs) Dan. Don't go crazy on the kids when they're one or two. Just give them a couple boxes, a couple in a stocking, and they'll be they'll be thrilled. They're good. They're happy. At three, at the age of three, they start to get it. They get into the Santa, and they're all excited about Mr. Claus coming to. Coming to the house, and they they understand the spirit of Santa Claus. And man, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that's when it hit. Oh man, they can't sleep at night. They're so excited. They're pumped up. It's good times. Oh good yeah, good times. But you Not, only get a few of those. You're right. You're right. It's not like you get a million of them. So enjoy them. Enjoy the ones that you have, because man, they come and they go. What's the greatest when you were a kid? What was the best Christmas present you ever got? Uh. That's a good one. Right? Yeah, it I, is. I, I ain't really get much. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Come on, E. Uh, you got something. Yeah, I'm going to ponder on that one. I ain't really get much. Man. All right, you ponder. You ponder. I got a – I remember one year, I was one of these guys, one of these kids. If I just get this, I'll never ask for anything again <laughs> until my birthday or the following Christmas. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, there was this – there was this thing that they invented called the pitchback, where you could actually go out and just throw. And you didn't need somebody else to throw with, and you bounce it off this off this uh, off this screen, and the ball would come back to you. It was called a pitchback. Oh, like the little net, no, like yeah. the little net, yeah. Yeah, it had like springs on it though, so you hit it. Mm-hmm. But of course, it didn't work exactly as it looked on TV. You would hit it, and it would go sideways and such, and move. And um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here e, we go. Give me a little Christmas music. Okay, hold on. Let me run something. Hold on. 
I'm going to do a shout-out here. We're just going to run that Jingle Bells back. That's fine. Run it back. Shout-out this morning. It's big. Big shout-out. This is a big, big day. It's coming. Trust me. Coming. Here we go. I'd ask him on the fly. It's not fair. It's what I do. Any second. Anyway. <laughs> right there. Where's that? There we go. It's there. There we go. Jingle bell, jingle bell, Shout out! And a big 5-0 birthday! Uh-huh. To Dale Howell today. Dale! He desperately needs a Jags W. <laughs> Shout out, Dale! Dale, just like the rest of us, Christmas Eve, 4 o'clock. It's going to set the tone for the entire rest of the day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. We need a W. Uh-huh. Dale Howell, though, today, 50. Happy big, birthday, Dale. Big 5 5 It's a lot better than the 6 Dale. Enjoy the 5 Enjoy the next decade. Let's go. He's a sad Knowles Jags fan right now. Ooh. He's sad, but this Ooh. will brighten his spirits. So, happy birthday, Dale. Happy birthday. That's brought to you by your Guganella wife. Um, anyway, so we did that. We got that out of the way. That was good. Uh, college bowl season gets going. Speaking of the Knowles. They have a meeting today. <clears throat> now, listen. The Knowles clearly have a secession plan if they're, if they're going to these lengths and making everything so public, and they must know where they're going. Many don't think it's the SEC. Most will deduce it's the Big Ten. So, And they must also be planning on how to get out of the grant of rights that they will owe the ACC. And again, this, who knows what's going to happen now? Is this another round of expansion? Is this, you know, if, if FSU leaves the, now remember if the, the ACC went and added because they're so close to the Atlantic coast of the United States, Stanford and Cal and SMU. So they're now in the ACC. But if FSU were to leave, and if the SEC wanted to poach a couple and the Big 12 poached a couple. In other words, if one leaves and gets around the grant of rights, what's going to stop the others from leaving as well? Mm-hmm. And then that could be the end of the ACC as we know it. I don't know. So, you know, I got I to gotta think there's some acrimony here between the Atlantic Coast Conference and Florida State University that has become almost untenable because they're going to throw it back in their face again today with their meeting which is coming up this morning with their board of trustees meeting and discuss what to do going forward uh, with that. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, 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 I'm assuming, and I, I must assume for sanity, for just common sense sake, Florida State has a plan here. Because you don't make things public where you just throw it out there and then you have no answers. You just you can't be that stupid. Just no way. So... I don't know if you know this, E, but it's very hard to get into Florida State. So, therefore, those that are governing Florida State must be extremely smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You better have like a 4.5 and a 1,300-plus on your SAT if you want to go to school there. So, it's not, not easy. So, we'll see. But, yeah, that's coming up later today. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, uh, it's fascinating. And, and, and not getting into the... Not getting into the uh, college football playoff has just fueled the fire. And the fact that there were ACC people on the committee. So, 
We'll see. It's cloudy. It's murky. It's murky, murky, murky. And Florida State will uh, have their meeting today. And it's expected they'll, they'll discuss how to get out of their deal with the uh, ACC, the, the revenue gap they don't like. They, they came out, remember, earlier and said, look, we should get more money. We bring more to it. And ACC said, what are you talking about? Well, the grant of rights with the league runs through like 2036. So you have to challenge that. And that is the length of the TV contract with ESPN that gives the league control over its media rights. So any school that would want to leave the ACC would have to pay an exit fee of three times the league's operating budget. That's $120 million. So, again, they must be ready to fight it in court. Um, they've had their, I know they've had their legal counsel look at all this stuff. So it will be very interesting to see. Um, it has been revealed. I know that there's a bunch of the ACC schools that talked about the grant of rights and 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 figuring out what to do going forward. So I don't know, man. It's it's at some point you got to either you're in, you're all in, or you're out, right? I mean, that's kind of what you got to think. So I get it. If you're the ACC, you're like, well, then go, you know. But pay us, and sounds like it could get nasty. So we'll see. Something to keep an eye on. All right. Uh, we got the uh, 7 o'clock hour coming up. We got a lot coming up at 8 o'clock hour as well, the Friday five-pack. Uh, you know, the PGA Championship is golf's last shot at glory. This is really Dan's last shot at glory on the Friday five-pack. And this is it. There's no tomorrow. I just, I, I got to go 4-1, and 5-0. and oh. Just and I, and I don't know how. I, I, I should just go opposite of me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to do, Googans. I don't know. I started out so well. I was, then I hit the skids with like a one and four, a one and four, a one and four, and it was all gone. So we'll see what happens. This is the drill. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend Friday. You do it! Yes, sir! E, uh-huh. I need a little emotion. I got you. Sweet Friday. It never looks so good. Rocking and rolling on a Merry Christmas version of the drill. Christmas music only, but of course, Friday always makes it here. She didn't leave any presents. See, she just came by to see what we got her. She's yep. selfish. Oh. That one is selfish. Be for yourself. She left me something. Oh. Ow, ow. Oh. On the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, I was 16. I wanted a bass guitar. My parents made me do a scavenger hunt. That's pretty cool. I found the box and opened it, and it was a baby's toy guitar. Man, I was bummed, but I understood where my family stood financially. We come back inside. They're saying, hey, we're sorry. We tried, but we couldn't afford it, and I'm saying it's okay. I understand and go to hug my mom, and the guitar is resting next to the tree with an amp. 16-year-old me bawled my eyes out. Now, why you do that to me on this Christmas weekend? That makes me tear up. That's beautiful. <laughs> what a great story. Do the Jags fly to Tampa or bust? They're flying, gang. It's a long way. <laughs> it's the NFL, baby. What you mean? Billion-dollar business. It's the NFL. We ain't taking no bus. I remember E in... Um, 
gosh, what was it? I think I've told this story before, but it was in the 90s. I think it was 98. The Jags had to go play Minnesota on like Sunday night. And it was late in the season. And if they won the game, they were going to win the Central Division. I'm not sure the exact year, but it was in the 90s. Well, Brunel was out, much like Trevor may be out. Jonathan Quinn played. And this was a Vikings team with uh, Randy and Chris Carter. It was a very good team. And, Dante Culpepper. Yeah, and they beat the hell out of the Jags. I think the final score was 50-10. to 10. Oh. It was a bad night, right? <laughs> well, so it's a bad night that's going to get worse. The good news is, because of other teams that had lost, the Jags were these Central Division champions. They didn't feel like celebrating, though, because they just got waxed. So we leave Minneapolis. I was traveling with a team back then. We fly back down to Jacksonville. And we're coming down to Jacksonville. It's a long flight. It's like three hours plus, I'm pretty sure. And, and it was a night game. I remember that. And so now it's, it's, it's uh, 2, 3 in the morning. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pod speaking. Uh, got a little bit of fog down there. We're going we're gonna to circle around here and see what we can do. Uh, let you get back. To sleep in and we'll let you know as soon as we find something out. But uh, for now, we're just going to kind of circle around uh, Northeast Florida. Thank you. All right, great. <laughs> now it's like 3 a.m. and we're circling, circling, circling. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's your pilot again. Uh, really sorry. This fog has, has not worn off. We're going we're gonna to have to take this thing down to Orlando, land it down there, and uh, oh. wait this thing out. We're running out of fuel. Great. <laughs> So, head down to Orlando. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot again. Uh, apparently, we've got some fog here in Orlando. We've got no other choice but to land because, well, we're out of gas. Might get a little bumpy, so please uh, lock in those seatbelts. I mean, so I'm watching this come into land, and I mean, E, I didn't see runway until runway was, like, on us. Wow. It was so thick. <laughs> Which made me wonder, well, why can't we just do this in Jacksonville? But right. nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, appreciate that. Sorry about that bumpy landing. Uh, we're going to sit here for just a minute and uh, see if that fog wears off in uh, Jacksonville before we get back up in the air. Okay. So now it's 4, 5, 6 o'clock. We're sitting on the plane. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh Really sorry about this. That fog just doesn't seem to go. We're gonna, we've got buses coming. We're gonna ride it back up to Jacksonville. Well, thank you for your Ugh. cooperation. We got back at like noon. <laughs> Dang. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's my that's my story about uh, flying. But yeah, they'll fly to Tampa, and then they'll uh, get that W and then fly back. Golly, can we get a win? Man, I hope so. Yeah. Remember watching that Jags-Vikes game at MVP Sports Grill on Atlantic and Gervin? We got waxed. Yes, we did. 98, the boys tell me. Yeah, it was, it was 98. And it was Randall Cunningham, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. How about that? Let me see if I can get a – let's see. Vikings, I'm not sure it was 50-10. to 10. Let me see if I can find a box score. Jaguars 10. Box score. It was uh, – there it is. December 20th, 1998. 25 years ago. Oof. 
It uh, and Johnny Quinn was 12 of 27 for 88 yards. <laughs> Freddie had 105 rushing, though. Freddie had himself a game. We had 207 total yards. The Vikings had 417. We turned it over four times. Uh, yeah, we got we got hammered. We got hammered. 50 to 10, your final score. So uh, that was back in uh, back in 98, man. Wasn't good. It was. Uh, I had to go with Jonathan Quinn, the medicine man, and um, it, it dropped. We were 10 and four at the time, though. E. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the Vikings were 13 and one. Yeah. Dennis Green was the coach. Yeah, we started at 8:20. At that, another thing I always remember in Minnesota, they used to. Have, I think they still do. <laughs> at this horn. <laughs> Drove me nuts. Did they do skull the, the whole? Skull I don't remember thing right the then? skull thing then, but maybe I don't remember it. But it was twelve to three at the half, so it wasn't. But then it was. Then they blew us out. They got four, two touchdowns in the third, and it was uh, twenty six to three. And then they scored twenty four points in the fourth quarter. We must have just kept trying. Um. Yeah, Randy. Randy was unstoppable. Yeah, we got. It was actually fifty to three, and Peter Mitchell caught a touchdown pass from Jonathan Quinn. Shout out Peter Mitchell. The uh, over-under was 48. The Vikings covered that on their own. It's not good, man. It's a bad game, bro. But we won the AFC Central that night, so it was all good. Um, yeah, so here we go. We go off to Tampa. Questions about Trev. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Basically, the reports yesterday were, doesn't look good. Did not practice. Now, there have been cases where... I saw earlier this year somebody didn't practice till Friday. Generally, if you don't practice Wednesday and Thursday, no matter the position you don't play, I think they'd make an exception for Trevor if he can get out there today. But I don't if, know, man. Maybe if, if Trev doesn't play, yeah, yeah, I don't think do we, we win. got a shot. No, yeah, we got a shot, but I don't think we win. Do you think we win? Man, I don't know, man. Man, this could really go south. You know, this is starting to smell like the Titans last year. But it ain't even. I'm just more so worried about Godwin and Evans. Godwin's so a little it, so yeah. it's our defense. Well, I, I it's funny because when our offense stinks, our defense is usually good, and vice versa. You know, the two weeks that the defense decided to take off and go to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we scored thirty what one against the Bengals and twenty seven against the Browns. Although the offense wasn't good against the Browns, the defense did get two turnovers, but they also gave up thirty one points. It's just one, it's something every week. But what it is, is is it's not clean football. I'll go back to that again. Play clean football. You'll look up at the scoreboard, and it'll be a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Talent-wise, we're, we're better than the Bucs. But we're not way better than the Bucs, talent-wise. You know what I'm saying? We're not. Not no. with the injuries right. and, and the way our guys are. Some of our guys were overrated. Our guys have not, you know, especially of late. But, man, I do not want this to go – again, I'm going to continue to stress how important it is for these guys to win this division and how important it is for this organization to, to, to win this division and go back-to-back because we haven't done it in 24 years, bro. Even if we go 9-6 and six or whatever I don't care is, what we do. I don't care if we're 9-8. and eight and Right, and win, win yeah. the division, I'm good with that. Here's the deal. We get that home playoff game again. I'm good with that. Let me explain. Let me explain something to you, Googans, real quick. If you win Sunday, if you win Sunday, 
You have won the division. You're saying, no, what do you mean, Dan? I'm telling you right now, if you go beat the Bucks Sunday, you've won the division. You want me to tell you why, E? Because we're going to go next for the following well, week. Well, we ain't losing to Carolina. Correct. Okay, so that gets us to what? 10 and 6, That's right? It. Yep. All right. Indy and Houston play the last week. Right. So one of, one them, of them gets L. to seven. Right. Okay. All we would need is for one of the uh, Indy or Houston, the one that doesn't lose that, to drop one game along the way. They're going to. I'm just telling you right now, I would feel really good if we get a win on Sunday. Really good. If we don't, then I'm going to start to harken back to last year's Tennessee squad, E. That's what I'm going to do. And you're not going to want me to do that. Because last year's Tennessee squad, if you remember, if I can find it, 22. This is not what I'm looking for. Here we go. Last year's Tennessee squad lost. Hold on. I got to do this right. Stand by, people. I'm by myself. Give me some slack. Cut me some slack. I'm trying to make points here. My wingman's not here. Thank God he is. <laughs> Johnny Carson's off again. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> not Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson of the, of the drill. <laughs> Good God. Eggnog, man. Huh? The eggnog, man. I uh, know. We got into it. All right. So they were sitting at 7-3 and three were those Tennessee Titans last year. And then they lost a tight one to Cincinnati. Okay, no big deal. It's Joe Burrow, man. It's, we're 7-4. and four. We're fine. Well, then Philadelphia kicked their rears. All right, we're 7-5. and five. What's going on here? Then Jacksonville. So after those three straight losses, okay, just like we've gone through, three straight losses, uh, they played. They had to go out and play the Chargers, and they lost a tough one 17-14. Now they're 7-7. Seven and seven. Then they went to Houston, or then they played Houston, and they lost by five points. Now they're seven and eight. Then Dallas waxed them on that Thursday night game. And then they still got to play Jacksonville for the title, and they lost to them 20 to 16. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot let this occur. They lost their last seven in a row to finish seven and 10, but their last game they were playing for the division title. We've only lost three in a row, but we must stop the bleeding here, my man. Yeah, we do. Come on. We must stop the bleeding against a fairly decent Tampa Bay team. An okay Tampa Bay team. Let's not get carried away. All right. They've had some interesting, they, they Tampa, and this is where, you know, this is what you want to do. Tampa had a four-game losing streak at one point. They started three and one. They beat Minnesota. They beat Chicago. They lost to Philly. They beat New Orleans. Then they lost to Detroit. They lost to Atlanta. Ugh. They lost to Buffalo. They lost to Houston. All teams we've beaten. And they beat Tennessee. And they lost to San Fran. They lost at Indy. Lost at Indy. And they beat Carolina by three, Atlanta by four. Big deal, but nice win over Green Bay at Lambeau. That's the one. That's the one that made them start believing, hey, wait a minute. We're 7-7, seven and seven and the Saints lost. They're 7-8. and eight. The Falcons are 6-8. and eight. If we win Sunday, the Bucs are thinking this. If we win Sunday, we control our division. Because guess who they play last? They play New Orleans and Carolina. Two teams that they can 
that they can beat. So right now they're thinking, shoot, we could go 10-7 and here and just win this thing outright. It's not pretty, man. We have, we've got, and, and listen, it's not a good matchup either, man. We, we need Campbell and Cisco back in a big way because, well, they got this guy named Mike Evans who's over 1,000 yards and has 11 touchdowns. They got Chris Godwin who's got 814 yards. You know, those are their two guys, 66 and 68 catches on the year. They like to throw it to Rashad White. He's got 50 catches. Kate Otten's their tight end. He's got 42. I mean, so you've got to try to take away those receivers. Baker's had a decent year. 24 and 8. He's had a good year, in fact. So 24 and 8 is yeah. real good. Yeah. yeah. I wish our guy has 24 and 8. He's right. not. You know, they got a running back who's rushed for 834 yards. Much like our guy. So, again, play clean football. And we'll look up in the fourth quarter and have a chance to win the game no matter who the quarterback is. Maybe we're not giving ETN enough credit. That I can promise you. I would give him more credit except for his offensive line is awful. Right, and he still rushed for, what, 800-plus yards. So imagine if, like – the offensive line was decent. If it was decent, he'd probably have about 1,200. Right. But he doesn't. He, and, and, and so here's the other problem with him. They, they overused him early. And, we all, and Tony said it. I give Tony credit. He's kind of the first one to say it. But they overused him. If you go back and look, um, 18 carries the first game. Only 12 the second, then 19, 20, 26, 18, 14, 24. We were getting concerned, man. He was up there with a lot of carries. And now it's 9, 14, 20, 11, 14, and 10. Last three weeks, he, last three weeks, the three losses, mm-hmm. 35 carries, 35 carries for. 111 yards. That ain't three yards a carry. Mm-mm. 35 carries for 111 yards. Whew. We got problems, bro. We got problems. I think if Bethard plays, this has got to be an ETN game. And I think hopefully, I don't know if he's got his legs back, if he's explosive, where he is, how he's feeling. But if we can get him against Buffalo, he went 26 for 136. We need one of those type games, man. Because you got Bethard throwing and all, again, we'll we'll see, but. How many, you put Bethard on a pitch count, like how many, like, dropbacks? If he drops back 40 times, we oh, lose. Oh, yeah, no, no, we no, lose. no, 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 no. We lose. Absolutely. I like Bethard 25 to 30. 30 is even. Uh, 30 is a lot, that's, that's but a I lot, mean, man. yeah, listen. That means we're behind. If, 30, yeah, well, if he's throwing the ball 30 times. I don't know. I think 30 is pretty average in the NFL in this day and age, don't uh, you? Man, I yeah, mean, yeah, for your starting quarterback, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, need Bethard throwing the backup. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But still, I, I think that's fairly. Like, for example, um, Trev this year, and again, I know it's Trev, but if you look at the pass attempts each game, 
32, 41, 40, 30, 37, 30, 29, 32, 29, 32, 38, 29, 50, 43. The three games he had, he was 29 against Cincinnati. They lost, but they scored 31 points. At 29 against San Francisco, they lost. They scored three points, so this means nothing. At 29 against New Orleans, they won. So in the games that he threw the least amount of attempts, they're one and two. He threw it 50 times against Cleveland and 43 times against Baltimore. Lost both those games. He threw it 41 times against Kansas City, lost that game. Threw it 40 times against Houston, lost that game. So you got to find a, a nice middle ground with your quarterback in passing attempts. It's so depressing, dude, to look at this schedule and just look at LLL. And, you know, again, I know that Doug Peterson is harping on eight and six, eight and six, eight and six, and and he should. It's well-deserved. So we got to find a way to get there. All right, we got the 10-minute show. We got much more ahead. Uh, if you missed it overnight, Yoshi Yamamoto. Yoshi Yamamoto. Yoshi. L.A. Dodgers. Mets fans, Yankee fans, sigh. This is the drill. Hit it. Yeah. All right. Sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the uh, 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we like to hand out a prize pack. E likes to call it Razzle Dazzle. Uh-huh. What is that today, E? Uh, we got a $25 gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant, all a part of a 1010XL holiday gift card. Make sure you head over to 1010XL.com for more great gift ideas. On the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures, I'm taking the wife and kids to their first away game. Got the ticks right after Houston win before the three-game skid. Took a lot of convincing to get this in the net. I need some hope, boys. I need some Christmas joy. I'm with you. Oh, we are with you, my boy. We, I, I'm with you. 100%. Other guys are saying, what, you know, other teams are winning with their backup kickers. Why can't we? Or backup quarterbacks, why can't we? You're right. We can. I'm just not that confident. Was told by former stadium security guard that Jonathan Quinn had to ask for directions to the field here in Jacksonville every game he was here. <laughs> no skull chat in 98. Started that in the new stadium. So there you go. So it was, it was just the horn. I was right. I don't remember the skull chant. So uh, I mentioned in the uh, downtime, these Pistons, man. Listen, NBA's, this is how the NBA works. Pistons should have won that game last night. Utah's playing back-to-back roadies. Usually a team mails it in like your Lakers did last night. Relax. Lost again. I think they're, are they 500? They lost four out of the last five. Yeah, they're horrible. LeBron took the night off. He had a, quote, ankle. I mean, he hurt his ankle, man. Sure he did. 21 years in, man. I know. Load management. Poor kid in Minnesota wanted to see him play. He couldn't do it. <laughs> Michael would have played. <laughs> anyway, back to the Pistons. So Utah's back. Utah's not very good either. And they don't have four of their top seven scores. Lori Markkinen's out. Jordan Clarkson's out. You know those guys. Those guys are good basketball players. And so Detroit still couldn't win. Detroit is not good. Understand this about the Detroit Pistons. Okay? The Detroit Pistons are not going to be favored in a game until the middle of January. And the only reason they'll be favored in that particular game is because they're playing the San Antonio Spurs, who are also trash. Trash. So the Pistons are the Pistons now. The Pistons have lost. This is great. I mean, I love, I love like, let's be a record breaker here. 
We're going to do this bad. Let's do it real bad. We're 2-26. and 26. I mean, look at these L's, E. I mean, just 25 in a row. They actually started the year beating Charlotte and Chicago back-to-back after losing to Miami by a point. Mm-hmm. So they were 2-1 and one and feeling good about themselves. 25 games later, they're, they're not feeling so good. Can they go winless in December? They got, well, they go, oh, well, they got two with Brooklyn. They could beat Brooklyn one of these games, right? Then they go to Boston, Toronto, at Houston, at Utah. If we can get them to, listen, if we can get them to that San Antonio game, they would lose one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more in a row and set the record. They would be two and 35. Sheesh. That would be fantastic. That would be great. Teams now, you know, you don't want to be the team that lets them break the streak either. Right, they don't. So, Brooklyn's got a, you know, they got back-to-back home-and-home with Brooklyn. Brooklyn! Nets, Nets will probably blow one of these. Nets stink. My girl, uh, my girl, uh, <clears throat> Becky Hammond. Oh. She dissed my guy last night. Hold on, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh-huh. You got to have a dude. You got to have a 1A dude. Uh-huh. And they're missing that at the end of the day if, if we're just getting down to brass taxes. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't want to disagree with Becky today, but they do have their dude. Who? Jalen Bronson. No, he's too small. He, but here, here's the thing, and that's... that's <laughs> Didn't that's, they say but, about you? But you know they what? They say that about you, but you're you, a Hall of Famer. You know I got a philosophy. But, Can I say my philosophy? Go ahead. If your best player is small, you're not winning. John Stockton, Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, you could go down the list. Steph Curry. Curry. He's the only he does, but he's not all, that small. But he, but he's he, not that small. He's like six three. But but also though, I mean, he's <laughs> the greatest shooter to ever walk the planet. He's he's in an he's in an he's outlier. Class. Okay. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I don't either. I don't. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I think she's. I think she's on. Well, I, and I've said about the Knicks. Look, I, I love Jalen Brunson. He's a great Nick. He's perfect. He's a terrific basketball player. He's he would be, but he's Robin, man. Right. The Knicks don't have Batman. That's been their biggest problem. They don't have Batman. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, you got to have a Batman or you don't win. Yeah. You know, you got to go. And, and unfortunately, Embiid is like off the charts of late. So the Sixers ain't going to trade him. Nope. No. They're, they're, they're loving not having James Harden. They're just as good without him. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not trading him. So yeah, she's right though. Like he's, yeah. he's bat, he's a Robin playing the he's, Batman role. Yes, and, and in the in, in the in the NBA, you got to have a big Batman. We have three good basketball players, really good. Yeah, we got RJ who gets better every year. I I I and I I love RJ Barrett. Shout, shout out Duke. He works hard. He was you know we had a draft party wanting to get Zion Williamson. Ja went second. And RJ went third, and RJ has been the most consistent of the three. Not the best, but the most consistent. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely been the most consistent. The other two are yeah. better players, but you don't know what you're going to get with those guys. Well, yeah, off the court, off you don't the know court until the next. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, Zion is one more cheeseburger <laughs> away from you know going to the fat farm. Oh man, Ja is one more bullet away from <laughs> going who knows where. Right, right. And my guy just shows up and works and gets better every year. Can so, you imagine Ja in New York? Oh, oh. I don't know if that would have worked. I know. Woo. So, anyway, and then Julius is a good player. Not a great player. He's a good player. And Knicks fans would trade him in a second to get, you know. Yeah, they would. To, 
I, I like Julius, but he's not a great player. We got home and home with the Bucks coming up, so we got to try to squeeze out one of those and get a get one W. I think we got him on Christmas Day and maybe tonight. I don't know. So anyway, but yeah, that's a good point. And, it, and by the way, I think Jeff has said that before too, because uh-huh. of Trey. Uh, but Curry is different, and Curry's the greatest shooter of all time, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. and I wouldn't really consider Curry a small guard. Well. He's he's smaller, but he's he's not a small guard. He's not six foot. He's not Jalen Brunson. He's not Allen Iverson. Okay. He's not John Stockton. Okay. Steve Nash. He's no, he's not Steve Nash. All and right. all of those guys, they were good. But Steph, Steph is better than all those guys. I mean, Steve Nash, two time MVP, is a Hall of Famer, but he was Steph is better than all those guys. Oh yeah, 100%. Allen Iverson, John Stockton, yes, uh, Steve, all of them. You're almost yelling at me on this. He's, one. He, I you mean, feel he, strongly. It is. <laughs> Steph should be in the argument of one of the all time. He should be in the argument of one of the greatest players of all time. He I should will, be. I will say this, and I don't know if it's for the better, but he changed the game for he, sure. Absolutely, he did. He changed the game. Yeah, he's man. He got guys pulling up from half court, yeah. thinking that they could pull up from half court. Yeah, he changed the he's game. He's one of the most influential players of all time. What's is Dame? Is Dame short? Dame is like Steph. I wouldn't call him a small. Okay. I wouldn't call him like smaller, like like John Stockton and Steve Nash. Okay. Nash. Okay. Is Dame a is Dame a Batman? Yep. Okay. But he's not. Is he Batman on the Bucks? No. No. Unless it's the end of the game. Correct. Correct. Because you want Dame to shoot instead of Giannis. And and now that I say that, yeah, he's a Batman, but he wasn't winning in Portland. No. So is he a Batman? I don't know. That's why right. I asked you. Like I would like to consider him Batman. Like he'll get you far. He'll get you further than Jalen can get you. He'll he, get you further than he's like Iverson. Allen Iverson got those boys to the finals. He by, did. So, so he it's did. fair to say that Iverson is Batman. All right. All right. All right. Look, uh, as big a game as they come on Sunday for the Jaguars, got to somehow, some way, find a way to get a victory. I just, I, I. I, I'm nervous about it. I got to be honest. And and if I don't have Trevor, I'm really nervous. And I just, but again, I will continue to harp on this. And I've been saying two things I want to point out, two things that I will continue to share with the listener. If you have not been listening to this show, there are two things that, that are important. One, playing a clean football game, getting back to that, knocking this crap off that the way we've been playing, right? I mean, that has to be demanded and expected from a good football team. And two, the importance of winning the division, no matter how hard. Like, if you go down there and you lose 21-17 on a Mike Evans, you know, nine-yard, last-second throw, uh, you know, you pick up your bootstrings, you come back, you go beat Carolina, you go beat Tennessee, and you see what happens. But I think if you win this game, you're in such good shape, man. I think you're in such good shape to win the division. That's why I think this one, I think you throw everything you got in the kitchen sink into this one. Everything you got in the kitchen sink. By the way, did you, uh, our boy Herbie had a rough night last night. Did he? Yeah, can you, um, I should ask you this on the fly. I should have got this in the break. But he, uh, Shohei Otani was at the game. And if you go to Awful Announcing on Twitter, uh, we can get Shohei's, uh, Kirk's pronunciation of Shohei Otani, which was not very good. FSU has a big meeting coming up this morning and other sports news. Uh, they're going to talk about leaving the ACC. Uh, speaking of leaving, they got a lot of guys leaving 
before the bowl game. So it's really Tony, now the, a Dodger. That's the reason for the who is it cheering baseball. It seems like every time we're together, how excited is Los Angeles to have him? He's been in Anaheim. They just showed Shohan or Tony. Tony up Shohan or Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that one more time. <laughs> Kirk, you're working too much, buddy. He's tired. <laughs> Give me that again. Give me a little show, hey, from Kirk. I just showed Shohan or Tony, Tony up on the I mean, listen, Al Michael saved you on that one, yeah, bro. Yeah, he did. Old Al came to the rescue for you. I just showed Shohan or Tony, Tony up on the upper. Show you a Tony mother. <laughs> Al Michaels. Uh, Knowles in a bad spot because they got to go play Georgia, and it's not fair because all their guys have left, and so they're not going to do well, and everybody's going to go, see, I told you, and it's just, listen, I hate FSU, okay? You know that, but it's not fair. No Travis, no Benson, no Coleman, no Wilson, no Bell, no Verse, no Lovett, no Lundy, all gone. I mean, Arguably, they're if you have a if you have your top five football players, they're the the top five are in there. Their five best football players are not playing. So I once on one side they got nothing to lose, but I, I just can't imagine they're gonna. And Georgia was they all some some FSU fans are trying to find hope. Say, well, Georgia's guys aren't playing either. Well, they're the backup guys who are transferring. But Georgia doesn't look like they I, unless you know I don't see a ton of guys like getting ready for the draft. And Carson Beck's playing, so I don't think it's going to go well. All right, six four one ten ten razzle dazzle timey. Come uh, kind, come courteous, come correct, and uh, he'll spread some Christmas cheer, right? Yes, sir. I'll give you a twenty five dollar gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant, all a part of Ten Ten XL's holiday gift guide. Head over to Ten Ten XL dot com for more great gift ideas. You're darn right they do. Since 2014, only one official home builder of the Jags. Dreamfinders Homes. Quality built homes, speedy moving process, 20-plus communities, best locations in Northeast Florida. We talk some NFL football. We get ready for the Jags and the Bucks on Sunday. Are we going over the borderline? E, is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Okay. All right. All right. So many, such a vital game for this franchise in so many ways. But Tampa also suddenly with life and Certainly wanting to find a way to to win this football game uh, for them. So it's not, you know, there's no, uh, they're coming off a huge win against the Packers up at Lambeau where Baker Mayfield had the game of his life. Look, Tampa's not great. You know, they got to come back to earth a little. They've won three in a row. It's, it's time for Jacksonville to step up and, again, play a clean football game. A clean football game. Now, will they have Trevor or not? It's not looking like it at this point. C.J. Beathard capable of winning a game? Yes, he is. History tells us, though, 2-10 and 10 is a starter. 2-10. and 10. Not great, right? Hasn't played a full football game in three years. But this is why, you, you know, you sign a backup quarterback in the NFL these days. You pay them a lot of money, and you pay them to win you football games. And usually... Usually when your starter goes down, your season is shot. Not always, but usually. Doesn't seem to be the case, by the way, in Cincinnati, who's rallied with Jake Browning, which is a shocker. 
Indy less of a shocker the way Minshew has played. Minshew does what Minshew does, the chew. But nonetheless, generally speaking, if you lose your starter for a season, your season is over. So credit to those coaches as well and those teams. We're just asking them to win us one game. Go win us a game. Go beat Tampa Bay on the road on Christmas Eve. Because here's the thing. If you lose this fourth game in a row and you fall to eight and seven, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you fall to eight and seven, then you don't control your fate anymore, right? Then, you know, you hope the Texans lose to the Browns. You hope the Colts lose to the Falcons. But chances are one of them is going to win. And if one of them wins, then they're nine and six. You're eight and seven, and now you're chasing for the first time in months. So you go win this game this Sunday, CJ, you will be loved in Jacksonville forever. That's all you got to do, man. One time. You know who used to be able to take up? By the way, Doug Peterson should be able to coach him up and come up with a plan to beat this team. For sure. You know who used to be able to do that all the time? Who the old man. Brunel yep. go down. He'd take, he'd take Steve Matthews and win a game. Uh, Brunel would go down. He took Jonathan Quinn mm-hmm. and won a game. Brunel would go down. He took Rob Johnson. And went and won a game. Didn't turn him into Fred Taylor. Well, that got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo was dumb. <laughs> Love you, Rob. Uh, I'm just saying, bro, come on. So, I think, too, some of the coaching chops got to show this week. You know, I think Doug Peterson's got to do some things and come up with some, you know, some, some stuff that's going to let the Jags beat the Bucks. Do it differently, you know. Throw in that fake punt if you need to. Drop an onside kick to start the game. I don't know. See if you can find a tendency and attack the Bucks that way. Ooh, you have I, to steal a win. Oh, I got one. Give me one. Take the field goal. Take the da- – well. <laughs> don't go for it on fourth down. Well, Take e, the points. Yeah, I'll take the points, but can you tell our guy to make it? <sighs> tell our guy to make it. Get off the sidelines, Jags fans, and end the game. Let DreamFinders help you – Navigate your home purchase. Visit DreamFightersHomes.com, all your moving ready homes, and step up your game. Jags and Bucks, Sunday, 4 o'clock. It sets the tone for Christmas Eve, ladies and gentlemen, and Christmas. I mean, we have a great schedule of football this week. Starts Saturday, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, 4.30, Buffalo at L.A., 8 o'clock. Monday, Christmas Day, 1 o'clock. Sorry, NBA. <laughs> <laughs> But the Chiefs are playing. Yep. Man, does the NFL stick it to the NBA on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, you, NBA. Hi, uh, uh, Raj, this is, um, this is Skeletor over <laughs> in the NBA offices. Um, I see you're putting Kansas City at 1 o'clock. Could you, could you just move that back a little bit and let us get a couple games in before you screw us? No, no. We go 1-4-30 and 8-15. <laughs> By the way, 8-15 Monday night, Christmas night. Baltimore at San Fran. Yeah, sorry. Let me get that. By the way, Ravens, you annoy me. We're disrespected. We're five-point underdogs. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Baltimore. Yeah. Somebody knock off. I hope San Francisco pummels Baltimore. Why? Because we just lost to Baltimore. Oh, no. All right. No, I do know. Oh, I know no. you like, you know, I know, I know where you're, I know. Yeah. You're the reason why. You and Gritty. <laughs> I'll leave it at – I'm not telling on you, though. I'm not going to tell Jacksonville what you did to bring us that bad karma. I ain't bring that bad karma. You brought it. You own it. 
I've got coal in my stocking of three different gifts. One from the Mets, one from the Jags, one from the Gators. And you're just sitting there smiling with your dad of the year over there. <laughs> century. I hate you. Dad of the century. All right, let's do this. We'll take a break. We had Denny Thompson, so I'm going to be done. Thank you, DreamFinders Homes, the only official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars since 2014. Oh, get in the game. 20-plus communities, best locations in Northeast Florida. Thank you. DreamFindersHomes.com for all your moving ready information. Merry Christmas, Denny Thompson, to you and your family, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Good. I am fantastic, man. Um, got a couple bones to pick with y'all as we get started today. Is this Bone Crusher? This is not Bone Crusher. This is Run DMC, man. Okay. What what are we doing, Dan? All I want, all I want for Christmas is weed. All I want, (laughs) all I want for Christmas, weed. Where's that that party at? (laughs) Um, First off, there's there's, there's three guys Mm -hmm. that you're really not allowed to slander in the media around me. Okay. And one of them is you. Thank you, Frank. Uh, yeah, I, I got your back always. I have, feel like you do. I know who you are. I got your back. I thank you. The other one is James Coleman. Okay. And the third one mm-hmm. is Kirk Herbstreit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He had a rough night, though. Yeah, I, I mean, the, he's tired. The guy says eight million words a week. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. gonna mess one up. He is. But that was a big one. Yeah, no, I, it was he should have never even tried. Though that's the thing. <laughs> he just should have just should have said that guy. That is, guy right there is Herbie. Uh, and again, I, I don't know if I should ask you these questions. This is personal, but you never, I've never seen Herbie's wife. Oh, really? Never. Yeah. She's she like the dog I see all the time. Yeah. The dog goes on the trip. She doesn't go on the trip. No, no. Okay. No. She, I mean, she's here a lot of the times he's there. Is she? Yeah. His, his son's a, a yeah. like a human pitching machine. He just, just wants to throw, 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 great. throw. Yeah. What yeah, year so is he? Down. He'll be he'll be a senior next year. Crazy okay, enough. What? Um, where is he in the recruiting world? Is he a D one? Is he a D two? Uh, I don't know. He's like a late bloomer guy. Yeah, he's very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got size. Yeah, yeah, good size. Is he athletic? He plays, at, plays at a big school in Cincinnati, okay. St. X. Okay, they play great competition. So I mean, yeah. he'll play somewhere, but I I don't really know where that's going to settle yet. It's yeah. so hard now, man, with this transfer portal. To we tell. were talking in the break and. I, not a lot has changed, but everything has changed in the world of college football mm-hmm. in terms of NIL and, and, and I mean, I guess we just more talk about it now than we use. And the same things were going on. Yeah. I was giving you a, my, your booster was giving you a car and yeah. bags and, yeah. but now we can do it kind of more openly. Man, you can only fit so much money in a McDonald's bag. These guys are getting <laughs> these guys are getting significantly more money than what was fit in those bags. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are wire transfers, man. These are uh, direct deposits. I it's- mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, Denny. I, I I know you advocate for the players, and I'm fine with the players getting something. I just, I don't, I don't. You know, I we I, have what we have now is free agency every year hmm. for every player. There's no doubt, and there's a salary cap in place. And 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 the thing is, is that salary cap is rising. It's not going down. And what no. I mean by salary cap is these collectives have come together, and initially there was a little bit of pushback to go raise a million, two mm-hmm. million, three million dollars. Right mm-hmm. now, now you got these guys calling the head coach, going, "How much money do I need to give for us to get this kit?" Yeah. Right, and now these these salary caps, um, that's what I'm gonna call the collectives, uh-huh. are just bumping up a little bit, but a little bit. They're gonna be ten million dollars for you know it. So, like I saw Carson on Twitter, he signed a deal with somebody. I don't know who it was, some credit union. Okay, yeah. Do they 
contact him, the school, his no. people? Yeah. Who do they call? Yeah, I mean, like I, at this I, point, I have I have a business in Gainesville, and I want Anthony Richardson to endorse it. Right. Who do I call? Well, you can call the school. Okay. But the majority of the time, like in Carson's situation, we've got a whole team around Carson. Right. I mean, there's a there's a whole marketing arm around Carson, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's who. And this marketing arm has worked with Georgia before, and so, so they the know. Relationships. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. will point you in the right direction when you call. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so the yeah, kid's so. not doing it. No, at all. man. No, heck yeah. no, heck no. I mean, Carson. He's just like, hey, sign this. You just made another million. Right. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. No, <laughs> Carson and the and Carson actually has got a very good like business mind. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He understands and and very um, cautious about money and things like that. But he's going to have his team around him. Like he he is, he's one of these guys that if he has to make a decision, he's going to consult two or three people. One of the social media memes going around this week. So I'll ask you about it because I saw it. Arch Manning and Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Arch Manning made three point two million dollars. Of whatever money, right, and I, right, and I, however I don't, that I don't, came, I, yeah. yeah. Brock Purdy makes eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was told that the, well, he did make three point two, but he's not taking any of it till he becomes a starter or something like that. I don't know what the whole deal is around that, but That's there's silly. so you get so many stories, is what I'm saying. But then, what I'm, my point is, if those numbers are somewhat accurate, then there is an argument for. Staying in school an extra year Mm -hmm. as opposed to now, again, we go back to the Anthony thing because we debated that forever and and he did the right thing. He was a top four pick. If you can figure that out and know you're going to be in the top, whatever that number is, I don't know where the cutoff is because you know how much money is coming your way. Yeah. And so as a top four, I think he got thirty five or forty guaranteed million dollars. I don't mm, remember. It wasn't that much. Wasn't yeah, that much? Think, yeah. His contract? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think he got a check at one time for 22 mil. Okay. So that's he not wasn't going to get that. No, that's not bad. Okay. No, no. So then you go. But if you're a fourth, fifth, sixth round pick and you're the pride of your school or you can transfer because you're wanted. Yeah. There, man, there's so many different There's so many different angles to this. Like, first off, the Brock Purdy thing. And what we're hearing about Arch Manning is Everything, his his NIL's endorsements, everything. Yeah, you're only hearing about Brock's salary, right? Right. I mean, Brock's right. got Brock's fine. Yeah, right. They're all and, fine. And, and by the way, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars is fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in San Francisco, it's mm. yeah, <laughs> sketchy. I mean, that turns into four hundred. Yeah. But it's it, but he's he's fine. He he's got. I think it, he's got a great deal with I think Adidas and mm-hmm. a couple other guys. So mm-hmm. that there is a difference in that. You know, the the first round thing is interesting because. It really is situational. Mm-hmm. It, it there came a point last year with Anthony where mm-hmm. it became undoubtedly you need to leave. Like you, right. you, your best thing that you can do is go uh, to the NFL. Uh-huh. Well, with this whole Carson thing, thirty three point nine million dollar was it four year thirty three point nine million dollars? Like you said, twenty one point seven signing bonus. But the thirty three point nine is guaranteed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's thirty four yeah. million dollars. He ain't getting that at Gainesville no, or anywhere. And, and that's and that is always the point. biggest issue. Like even with Carson, Carson was going to be a first round pick. I I believe that if Carson would have come out, he'd have found his way in the top ten. Yes, you had said that. Um, but at some point, like he just kind of said, "Look, I'm not going to make my decisions based solely on money, right, or on fear of injury, right. I want to come back here. 
NIL allows that to happen and, and takes some of the risk away, not all, not all of it. it, in no way was this a wise financial decision in the short term. Okay. But in the long term, you can make an argument. But a bigger gamble for Carson to get to the top 10 than Anthony, in my opinion. Yay or nay? I know you're confident, but. Well, I, can we rewind a year? Because yeah. last year at this time, everybody was telling yeah. me there's no way he's a first rounder. Well, not at this time, but during the season. Uh, we didn't get this far, did we? Man, we Maybe. hadn't even started draft prep at this time last year. Well, that's probably true. We're still playing. but mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just saying that because I, I don't know. That, like, Carson wouldn't have done what Anthony did at the combine. And that right. was, right. But I think as Carson got into meeting rooms, um, he probably would have shot up pretty quick. I feel like he would have been a top 10. But irregardless, he didn't want to go. Right. He wanted to run it back. He wanted to see what he could do. Um, and NIL allowed that to happen while taking away some of the risk. Right. If you don't have NIL, there's no way you can make that decision. Well, in the old days, too, the only thing that you would do is you would get an insurance policy, but that was about it and whatever they gave you. And but these insurance policies are correct. sketch. Right. I remember a guy in Florida, he wasn't even a quarterback, Ed Chester. Ed Chester was an NFL guy, and he had a terrible injury. And uh, uh, Willis McGahee, he ended up getting mm-hmm. to play. But, I mean, you hate to see those things. There was the, the tight end from Michigan who ended up being a fifth-round pick. I think his last name was Butt. Uh, in Denver, yeah. uh, there's guys that it happens to. So it does happen. And that's the whole playing in the bowl game stuff comes up as well. And there's just so many things involved in this stuff now. Yeah. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, th- there's a lot of levels to these decisions, <laughs> I mean, man. It's a, it's a lot of pressure to put. You know, I mean, listen, twenty there's 22-year-olds with way more pressure on them. But that, that's, a, that's a lot of pressure put on 22-year-olds because a, a lot of times, in, in Carson's case, there's multiple people that not depend on him mm-hmm. but are – are building around him, mm-hmm. right? And so for him, it's there was a part of it's like, am I disappointing people by not coming out? Well, yeah, right. Like, am I? I guess so like, you no, get, you weigh that. Yeah, you're, you're not at all. So there, there's a lot of stuff like that. But I just think for him, and again, this part, I'm not debating the where he was going to get yeah. picked. You would know that better. So, but still, stuff to accomplish. Yeah, want to win an SEC? I like it here. He stayed there. Yeah, through the bad times. Yep. Bad he, for him. He right. Yeah, yeah. you got or rings. There's your ring. Yeah, Here's exactly. Your ring, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm on the. You know, again, I'm on the magazine covers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to SEC media days. I'm, I'm Heisman Trophy candidate. I'm. You know, all that that comes with oh, no coming doubt. off the year that he's had is and that's kind of a fun stuff to go through. Now they got a hell of a schedule too. Well, but I think that also played. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that a lot. He's yeah. like, man, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, you, you play at Texas. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's things that. Growing up, that's like, oh man, that would have been cool, man. If you yeah. just stay one more year, you get yeah. do so many of those things. You get to start against Good Alabama point. at Alabama, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that. So I, I think when you look at experience and 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 I mean experience both ways, the things you get to experience and yeah. the experience that you get from playing more football, it, you definitely could make it make sense. And, and like you just said, he 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 loves it at Georgia, and in his mind, he don't have a ring. On the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, go to hellomood.com. They'll ship, ship you some legal sweet stinky for Christmas. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> e? What? E, what you on that? that? You on that, man? <laughs> Hello, Moo. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here by Christmas? Uh-huh. Man, I ain't never seen anybody. Right? I ain't, you're not going to convince me that anybody that is in the weed business is going to get in that much of a hurry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> e, that thing's going to take six weeks to get here. Hello, mood. <laughs> Hello, mood.com. Hey, um, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Uh, 
Well, he did not have a good game last week. And when I watched it back on TV, I was at the game. I don't see as much. It's weird. You see some things, but I'm not, I can't process as well. <laughs> when I see all the replays and stuff, yeah. I'm like, oh man, why didn't you throw it here? Or yeah. why did you throw that? Or, and there seemed to be more of that than I even anticipated. He, listen, I love Trevor. Trevor's our guy. People only hear what they want to hear. I, we can win a Super Bowl with Trevor Lawrence. But I also think it's fair to say this year has not gone how we had hoped for Trevor and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're eight and six. It's okay. But he hasn't played like the Trevor we thought was going to play, who threw 15 touchdowns, had two picks in the second half of last season. Yeah. Is that fair? No, no that's absolutely. And there's I mean, a I lot think, of reasons why. I think you look at this game this past week and, there, and, yeah. and you think about the fumble that he had and you think about just some things like that. But then there's also a lot of hidden plays in there that he missed. Mm -hmm. Like that 50 yard field goal didn't need to be 50 yards. Right. Like that, that's the real, like right. that's, there's just like little plays. There's mm -hmm. like little offsides. There's little, there's little things that ultimately 16 is accountable for that took them back out of field goal. Well, I mean, it, it was windy. Yeah. 50 is a lot to expect. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And then even on the other side of the field, when they kicked that one, there was something right before that that happened there. Mm -hmm. I think Trevor missed a pass that right. would have put him another seven yards closer. Right. And it's like, that's where the wins are. That mm -hmm. In the NFL, that's where the wins are. You can't fumble. And then the thing before halftime, I mean, we've beat it to death, but it it can't happen. I mean, that... that and that's like, I, I, I think that, that hurt. Like, it bothered me. Like, dude, you know better than that. I don't know whose decision that and, was. And that's if, the weird thing. And like Danny, that, if you don't know better than that, if you're my quarterback. Yeah, we got a problem. And I got a microphone. Yeah. Trevor, let's hustle up. Let's take a shot. Throw it in the end zone. Right. In the end zone. Let's go. Right. Run blah, 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 blah. Throw it in the end zone. Well, there had to be something in the game plan. There had to be something that they have done because Baltimore was ready for it. Right. They said they were ready for yeah. it. Because the, the instant thought is you spike that ball. Right, everybody rushes and you spike that ball. So they have worked on that. Right, that is something, and I don't know what they thought they were going to accomplish with it, but uh, they obviously didn't. But it's one of those things, and I think we've seen this with Billy Napier a couple times, and it's frustrating. It's like yes. you look at that play and you think, "Wait, did they just think that they were the smartest guy in the room?" Mm -hmm. And then just got caught and realized why people don't do this, right? And it's very frustrating to watch on Sunday prime time game against Baltimore with everything on the line. Now we'll say they have an opportunity this week. I think to do something that will help them long term. If Trevor don't play, is it right. is he playing? Have we heard? National guys came out and said yesterday it doesn't look like he's going to play. Let's see if he's on the practice field today. He was on, on the practice field Wednesday or Thursday. I still think there's a small chance, but Okay, let's say he doesn't. Let's right. say CJ goes out there. Right. I think what the Jags as a team have to do at that point is realize that we gotta play really good fundamental football. And it's nothing against CJ, but they lean on sixteen a lot. So we have to be where we're supposed to be with our routes. We, we, we're going to have to block this up well. We're going to have to run the ball well. The defense is going to have to play well. And it may just take them back to the basics, which is what they've been missing mm -hmm. largely all year. Right. I mean, even the games that when they went on that win streak, they just made a big play mm -hmm. here and there mm -hmm. when they needed to. I, I think a game where you have to play fundamental football, you can't miss tackles, you have to hit your run fits, all that kind of stuff, and you put that pressure on those guys for 60 minutes – well, now when 16 comes back, if they win that football game, now they're like, oh, okay, well, this is the way you play football. Right. And I know that sounds so elementary, but mm -hmm. I, it could be a good thing. Yeah. Well, let's hope it is. But it's – there's a lot going on here. There's a lot at stake. There's – and, again, I just – for me, clean football is a good place to start. And then 
it's just vitally important for this organization to continue to exercise so many demons from years past and become a winning franchise. Well, yeah, this year they they got to win because uh, Indy, yeah, right now is that city that's just buzzing. Yeah, they're excited. I mean, just like completely unexpected. Yeah, yeah it was like us last year. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and and. I mean, those players to catch that feeling and to keep that feeling will will perform at a level that they probably never knew they could. So your, you you got to count Chu, on Indy winning two Chu. out of three. Uh, I so, mean, the, so the, happy, man. The, the, <laughs> I'm just so. happy. I'm watching him last week, and the ball. I mean, it just it just flutters, and the linebacker sees it, and he's jumping, and it goes right over his outstretched fingers and right into the tight end's hands for a time. I mean, yeah. he just. Does he's yeah, great. if you and if you watched that game last week, yeah. he should have had five touchdowns. They dropped yeah. two touchdown passes, yeah. and they didn't score after that. Yeah. Right? It's not like one of those where they dropped it and then he got one on the backside. No, they dropped him, and I think they had a field goal once and then didn't score the other. Right. Absolute dimes. He's he's playing well. Mm-hmm. They're playing well. They they don't miss tackles. They're getting Jonathan Taylor back too. By the way. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it. I don't and they don't have a number. Josh Downs is legit. He is a really good player. Yeah. But they don't really have that true one. Pittman's a dog, but he he, he's not going to run. He's not going to run by a lot of people. No. Um, he's where he's supposed to be, though. Yeah. And if Gardner's got guys that are where they're supposed he to be, he'll that. pick you apart. Yeah. He likes that. So, so they're winning with their backup. Houston went to Tennessee, down 13 nothing, gritted up and won with their backup. That's impressive. With Case freaking Keenum. Yeah, that's impressive. And Tennessee dropped picks and just had so many chances. I only know because I had Tennessee minus three. Um, <laughs> uh, so here we are. Now, they get Cleveland without C.J. Stroud again. Mm-hmm. So in Houston, though, yeah, who knows? I mean, Flacco is going to turn into a pumpkin at some point. But yeah, Cleveland's good, three, man. They're good defense. That defense he threw three good. picks last week, and, and Baltimore or uh, Chicago should have won the game. Yeah, I heard you talking about the Christmas Day NBA NFL thing. Yes. Man, the NFL's loving life right now because these next couple weeks are littered with massive games. So many good Like, you just can't miss TV. Yeah. Like, you know, Tampa Jacksonville just is a throw, and all of a sudden it's huge Huge. for both. Absolutely Baker Mayfield is playing for a contract, a future, a – I mean, if Baker Mayfield goes and wins the NFC South, Tampa's going to go, let's just keep him for a few oh, no years doubt. get some good football players. The, the thing with Baker, too, is if you can get – he will go through spurts where if you can get in his head a little bit, yeah, he'll throw eight, yeah. nine incompletions in a row. Yeah, they need to do that. And if you can turn those into points, if you can then get the ball and turn those into points and you're up 14, like he, he, he will have those quarter-long mm-hmm. – Things where you're just like, what is he doing? And then the next quarter, he'll just rip it up. He's a talented guy. Is there an advantage for Mike Caldwell because uh, he worked with Todd Bowles for so long? I don't think so. No. No, everybody does the same thing. Yeah. And and nowadays with computers, like the analytics are the analytics. We're going to get the tendencies just by logging in the film. These computers Mm -hmm. are going to spit out what they like to do. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think so. It's In fact, you could almost make the reverse argument of they think I'm doing this, so I'm going to do this type of thing. And then you, so I think at that point, everybody just goes, we're just going to play our brand of football and whatever fits into that. As long as we execute, we should be fine. Merry Christmas, Denny Thompson. Yeah, you what do you got? Man. What do you got cooking with the fam this 
Oh, uh, we're we're staying home. Got the All fam right. coming over for Christmas Eve. We'll okay. go over to my parents. We've got right. um, our All holiday right. camp going on right now. Okay, and then uh, gonna go see my boys at George Moore. By the way, yeah, yeah, y'all should too. By the way, George Moore, good people. Mm-hmm. Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm saying somebody should. Yeah, and then we've got another holiday camp next week, so we're we're packed oh, up. Oh, we're good, packed man. up. Yeah, so many kids. They love the position. They do. They all want to be quarterbacks. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. A lot of young kids in these camps. It's Six fun. points. Denny Thompson, appreciate the quarterback yes, whisperer stopping by. We got the Friday five pack next. Like the old PGA championship major, Dan's last shot at glory. <laughs> that's where that's what's happened, ladies and gentlemen. Take the baseline for a walk. Keep the symbol splashy. Apparently, both of the compatriots are on the phone. Yeah. Jeff Prosser. Yes, sir. The cat. Yeah, buddy. Shark Coding sponsors the cat. We got 15 picks. Give me the update scores, please, cat. Dan is minus three. I know Dan it. is minus three. Yep. Cat, myself, is plus two, and Jeff is plus five. That's where we are. We got three weeks to go. I got to get an a amazing f- turnaround. I've got to get a five and oh week. Um, mm. Who, Jeff, uh, go, turn to you first for the order, please. Yes. You know what? Uh, for for two years, we watched the football team grow. I, I mean, we're week 16. It's ride or die time. You're going to give me points with my ride, then okay, I'll die with them. Jags plus three. Oh, boy. All right, so you are first then, and as Dan, I asked you second. for the order, and you oh, gave I'm me sorry. a pick. I, I, texted it to, I texted it to you before. So. Oh, you did? The, or- yeah, yeah, yeah. the order is uh, Jeff, Dan, and Cat. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. Um, all right, I go second then. I'm going to go take my stab. I'm going to go Utah State minus one over Georgia State. I Georgia State's lost like five games in a row. I, I don't know. I, I love did the some, capping. I did some research. I've, it's my last shot at glory. Don't at me. Minus one and a half. You're down. Utah State. Cat, you're Minus. up. All right. Cat for I'm two. Up. Cat for two. Cat, cat for two. So um, let me just uh, let me just go ahead and get this one out of the way. Dan. Yes. Man, that I love your first pick. That's fantastic because uh, you're right. You know, Georgia State lost five in a row. Yeah. And but when you go to the Idaho Potato Bowl, yeah, you're telling me those Panthers from Atlanta ain't gonna get fired up. Give me Georgia State. Oh, wow. Oh. I love it, you guys. I love it. As the leader, I got to love seeing this little somebody's guaranteed <laughs> to lose game. Thank you. All right, me, Georgia State plus one and a half. All right. Give me Georgia State. I love it. Give me Georgia State and those Panthers. All right. I, can I say this before you give your second? I feel so old school. Two of us patched through phone like we're on the foul the bookie from somebody's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's what I'm it right, is. I'm, scr- I'm scratching it down with a ballpoint pen. I'm, I'm writing them down. I'll hand them to uh, Emmanuel right, cool. Thalaran. Good boy. I'll, I'll send out my typical, uh, you know, right, picture. scribble there. All right. Yeah. I feel like I'm back in New Jersey calling on the payphone from Westmore Central High School. Correct. Um, let's, uh, let's let's keep going here. Um, this one is a, uh, a nod to the Camellia Bowl mm-hmm. uh, in uh, <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, to our old friend, Beef. I'm okay. going to take his Northern Illinois University Huskies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I got them at plus three. 
That's correct. Against who? They're playing uh, Arkansas State. The Red Wolves. The Red Wolves. All right. For you, B. I don't even know with the with the with the college. I just I don't even know. I know. That you said you said. want to stay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Hick. I'm going back to back in those bold bonanza. So, am I up? up? Am yeah. I up now? You're up. <laughs> I can't imagine you're taking either the one of the two. I'm about to come bang bang with. But well, I go. hope not. But unfortunately, I am staying in the college game. Yeah, I'm going back to back college, baby. Let's going, go. I'm going. Give it to me. I'm going to put up my Dukes, and okay. I'm going to ride with Jimmy Madison, <laughs> and I'm going to lay back the three up. over the Air Force Academy. They have a common opponent, and James Madison handled them. And Air Force lost. Air Force not playing great football down the stretch. I'm going with James Madison minus three, despite some losses, some defections. Their coach good, is I, gone. I, I don't care. I finally have good news for you when it comes to you throwing the spreads out. You got James Madison, minus one and a half. Even better. Even better. All right, uh, again, I, I got to be honest. Googans, if you're listening, this is for entertainment effect. Do not touch either one of the two suggestions I'm about to give you. They are total dice rolls. Okay? Tonight, I'll be sitting and I will be in my uh, brother's loft along with Holmes, and we will be watching Georgia Tech take yeah. on UCF in some godforsaken bowl here yes. in the Sunshine <laughs> State. Do do I trust Georgia Tech to lay the points? You, no, I don't. Can I sit there knowing that I've laid the points with UCF? No, I cannot. What's <laughs> left? The good old tourist trap. Georgia Tech UCF over 66 and a half. That's what we're riding with there. And then we're going to bounce back with, uh, you know, where the academic himself spent much of his time. I've mentioned this before, San Jose State University. There was a week I tried to play San Jose State Cat, but it was pick number six. So it was invalidated. If you'll remember, San Jose State ended up covering that week. We're going to take San Jose State minus 10 against the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. Big line. Yes, sir. You know what's a big line? USF last night. Hey, Syracuse, y'all still playing football, bro? Oof. Ouch. All right, is it me? Yes. Yes, sir. In the two-hole. I'm going to the NFL, but I'm not going to Sunday. I, I'm i going to go with the Red Hot Buffalo Bills and a big, fat West Coast point spread, and I'm going to lay yeah. it. I got no Keenan Allen. Easton sticks yeah. their quarterback. Yeah. I, I got to trust my Bills to win by a couple tutties. I think it's 12. Yeah. Jeff, what do you have? I got you 12 and a half. 12 and a half points against the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of points, but man, I sure I sure wouldn't be comfortable <laughs> taking the 12 and a half. I can answer you that way. Dan's last Big shot line. at glory. Big line. Shot at glory. Last Big shot. Line. All right, here we go. Me for two. Big lines being chopped up by both of you. Wow. Um, let's uh, jump to, to the pro league. Wow. That's a good L yeah. for you then. Let's go. I mean, you know, there's not there's not that many other college games to pick from. Um, there's a couple on the board still. Again, Frosty, you said you're going up to Atlanta. You're going to be with your family up there? <laughs> That's not what he said, no, but you're close. I was going to Atlanta, <laughs> but whatever. You weren't I'm listening. listening. Just, just give us your damn picks. All right. Thank you, Hicks. 
All right, good. Give me the Colts at Atlanta. After Atlanta, Jeff will be in Tampa celebrating the Jags' three-point win on Sunday. I'm sorry, what? You have the Colts. Give me, give me the Colts plus, plus two and a half at Atlanta. Uh, That's disgraceful, like, Cat. Shame on you. I like Minshew. I like Minshew and the stash to handle that uh, since they benched Ritter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, man, this next one, this is the uh, the toss-up here. I think I'm going to switch here. Yeah, I definitely am. Yep. I'm not going with that. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Minus yeah. three. A shocker here. A favorite. Two and a half. Houston. Two and a half? Two and a half. You get it for two and a half. Give me the Cleveland Browns on the road against Houston. This is kind of a wish pick. Like, please beat them. Cleveland takes a, I mean, the Cats takes a road favorite. Very right. rare. Right? Shocker. <laughs> well, that one too. <laughs> oh, my God. I love these picks. Do They're it, awful. Dan. Oh, gosh. It's me, right? He wants to take yeah. the Texans. Oh, yeah. You, you no, do. no, no. I don't have the Texans. I'm going to go with – I don't trust – I'm gonna go with I'm 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 gonna throw some poop up against the wall right here and hope it sticks. I don't know what bowl it is. I think the boys I got on the road, but they're getting a lot of points. I think Eastern Michigan is taking on South Al. Hope it ain't diarrhea. It's hope it ain't messy. But I think it might be like 16 uh, points see. here, Jeffrey. Let's see. You're getting uh, uh, Eastern Michigan at the. Uh, Bargain basement price of plus seventeen. Plus seventeen points. You know, I'm right. I, I looked at that. I'm riding I, with I mean, Eastern Mish. Just play some show a little hard, Eastern Mish. Don't be like uh, Central uh, here, here, Mish or Western here. Mish. Be Eastern Mish. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair. Well, um, since Cat is among the seventy-four percent of the population that is on the Colts at Atlanta. Oh yeah. And yet. And yet, and yet, the, the, and yet, the Falcons have gone from getting oh, one yeah. to, giving to, to giving two and a half. Do it. Uh, I'm just filling up the card here with local. Oh, it's old home week. It's too, too bad Florida doesn't have a bowl game. Yeah. Um, let's take Atlanta at home, giving two and a half, and shove it right at the cat's posterior here on the <laughs> Christmas weekend. By the way, Jeff, so there go. is you yeah. can bet right now, Florida. <laughs> To lose uh, one and a half is the over-under on guys decommitting today. One and a half if you want that action. Okay, the over is probably minus 140 then. But uh, (laughs) anyway, we'll take the Falcons at home minus two and a half. Not because I love them, just because why not? Mm -hmm. Uh, What do I have left? What else do I have as a rooting interest? What do I have, dude? I got nothing left that I can – I'm just going to have to – who's my favorite – uniform in the NFL. Mm. It's the Lions. I really like the Lions uniform. The Honolulu Blue. We're, so, we're going to make it just one more road favorite, boys. We'll all have one. I'll take the Lions minus three at Minnesota. All right. I like Add it. Add that one on the board. Good deal. That's uh, that's your five, Jeff. You've got Jags plus that's three. It. The over, is it 66 and a half, did you say, with Tech and UCF? Sure. Yeah. San Jose yeah, State six, six minus ten against Coastal. Atlanta minus two and a half against the Colts. Lions minus three against Minnesota. Jeff Prosser locked and loaded with five picks. Uh, the clubhouse no leader at five. Let's hope he's at zero next week. But it won't hey, matter because I'll probably be at minus eight. Oh, God. No faith. 
Well, you have one more because right now you're only minus seven. Yeah, I may forfeit the last one. Yeah. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> is this? Oh, so I got to go one more time. You know what you should do? Yeah, you, yeah, you have one more. Your last two picks, you should have been both sides of the same. Game. Yeah, I got to get a win. <laughs> and that oh. way you can guarantee either going plus one or minus one. I like week. that. I like <laughs> that. Started that a while ago. All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. Oh man. All my games are going to be in. Um, all my games are going to be in here before Sunday. But my last game, I'm going to go. Huh? Are you talking to me? I got so much going here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What just happened there? He's talking to me. Talking, talking to Mrs. P? What's going on there? Put her on the phone. Let her do the picks. I know, right? I'm going to go one more time. Oh, God, I'm stuck between three of them. I'm going to go Christmas Day, and I'm going to take the Raiders. I think they're getting 10 the Raiders. against KC. Uh, yeah, let me give it to you exactly. They play them tough, man. Kansas City hadn't blown Monday anybody game? out. I think it's a Monday game. We're allowed Monday games. Okay. Yeah. You we made that rule, Monday. Cat, about a month Monday. ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. yeah. Anyway, uh, you're getting, uh, yeah, the Raiders plus 10. Plus 10. That's what I'm doing. There's a my five. I got Utah State minus one and a half. James Madison minus one and a half. Buffalo minus a 12 and a half. Eastern Michigan plus 17. Raiders plus 10. Cat, you got the board for the last pick. My final pick here. Dan, I, oh, I knew it was a Monday game. I just That's risky to ruin your Christmas. Uh my Christmas is already ruined. I don't know if you've seen the the New York the New York Mets package I got was a bag of coal. I got the Gators package with the angry alumni. I got uh, I got the drill guys gave me the wheel because I'm going to spin it twice. So shut the hell up, cat, and give me your pick. <laughs> Merry Christmas, brother. Correct. All right, you too. Remember these picks are free, just like asking the chart coding boys and yes. uh, Google's out there. Uh, you know what? I know he's been kicked this whole season as if he's just some chump who never coached a game well in his life. But give me Belichick and seven points on the road against the Broncos. Plus yeah. seven seems like a lot for yeah. Belichick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Now I think hey, they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to score to get to cover that. Yeah, it might be risky, but. <laughs> I got nothing else. All right, boys. We got yeah. them all. Cat, by the way, if you're scoring at home, goes against me. Georgia State. He's got Northern Hill yeah. plus three. He's got the Colts plus two and a half. Took an actual favorite for once. Cleveland minus two and a half. And New England plus seven. Uh, Merry Christmas to the boys uh, from the drill. And thanks for playing. See you, boys. There Merry he goes. Shark Coding Zone brings you the cat. Jeff Prosser on vacation. Kind enough to call in and get the picks in. There will be no controversy, unfortunately. This week. All right, Jeffrey, have a good Christmas. <laughs> See All right, boys. This is the drill. Back at y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look who's on the uh, All Pro Roofing Hotline. It's our old friend. You know him, you love him. Wolfson High School's own. Proud graduate of the Wolfpack. Mr. Lee Lockett, Lockett Law, know before you blow. Good morning, Lee. It's a great day around here, Dan, I got to tell you. It's a good one. Now listen, here's the deal. I'm glad you're on the air, but I was hoping to be handing you tissues this morning for your tears from your Seminoles, your tears from your 
Jaguars. Your tears for your Miami Heats. But unfortunately, Lee Lockett, E, went under his Christmas tree. And you know what he had gift-wrapped? Well, my dog had gift-wrapped. He had gift-wrapped in his Dodger Blue a present. Oh. And so he grabbed yeah. that gift. He Yoshi! Shook it. He shook it around. He ripped off that Dodger Blue wrapping paper. Uh-huh. He opened the box, and there was Yoshi staring at him. Yoshi! Well, I got a lump of coal in my New York Mets gift-wrapped present. Yeah, it's one of... One of several reasons why it's a great day today. That's a great thing. You know, the the, the other things, as you know, it's uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, it's Friday before Super Tuesday. Yes. Secondly, uh, it's the day that uh, we all we file suit against the ACC and FSU lands <laughs> wherever we land somewhere else. Hopefully, yes, and yep. uh, yeah, you're right. The uh, and the World Series is uh, is already in the bag. <laughs> year, so it's a great day. You got to just turn the frown upside down and. Look at the positives. So you got some. Happy. You got some. Uh, our buddy Lee Lockett from Lockett Law, know before you blow, is on the phone, and I know a friend, a friend of the program, and he's he's had a tough year, but he's see, there's bounce back there for him. Where's my bounce back, Lee? When do I get some shiny new toys? When does Dan get some good? Does Dan live a life that is so secretly bad that this the sports Your god's little team fun- is really really good? So I don't want to hear about it. Just. Find one of your teams that's doing good. You're bound to find one, and your University of Florida men's basketball team is they're in bounce-back mode. They're, they're not really, really good. They might be a tournament team, Lee. Uh, I'm hanging my hat on my New York Hockey Rangers. They're really, really good. That's my, that's my only hope right now. That's, my New York Knicks are a good team, but they're not great. They're not good enough to win, okay? But my New York mm-hmm. Rangers could be good enough to win a Stanley Cup. That's what I'm hanging my hat on, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I have. I went under the Christmas tree. I got my Gator present out, Lee. I got it was what all gift get? wrapped in orange and blue. You know what was in there? Decommitments. That's what was in that one. So don't, don't talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, angry. We had a couple well. of those you lost we a, had couple. a couple of yeah. yeah, but you know, uh, this time of year, Dan, as you know, I like to talk about the women's soccer team. In Tallahassee, you we once, talk about that. Did you once get a shirt from yours truly? Uh, celebrating, you celebrating your natty. You, you, I, I didn't get one this year. You did though, not. So you did not. I'm now, sure it's on the way. It's on the way. Did you go back to back? Is that what we've got? We went back to back. Yeah, we did go back to back. Yeah, that's... and I, and I got to tell you, Dan, I enjoyed your little take there because uh, <laughs> uh, it remind it reminded me that I'm on the way to Tampa Sunday morning. I'm going to bring back the dub. My We're going to win out. This I want what... everybody out there to just understand that this yes. thing is not over. We're winning the division. Okay. We're going to win a couple of playoff games, and, and we're going to go to Vegas, and we're all going to be happy. Oh, Lee. And Look at February, you. February, it's going to be a fun month around here. Just go ahead and put that on the recording. Ooh. I said it now. My man. Just get happy around this time because it's going to happen. We need it. So you. Why not? Now, is this a family uh, outing down to Tampa or is this with the boys? What do we got going on Sunday? Yeah, we're going to go Sunday morning, drive down early, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. stay in Tampa, fly out Christmas morning uh, Mm -hmm. out to Aspen. So uh, we're getting out. That's what Lee Lockett, Lockett Law does, baby. He goes to Aspen for the holidays. That's that's where he's at. How is. uh, How's the uh, young son? How how about the Bulls Bulldogs? Was that a was that a, a, a good and bad year for the Bulls Bulldogs? Good, bad year, you know, uh, you know the the tough losses, Dan. The, the, the St. Augustine game, they're up thirty five to twenty one in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, they blow it. Same against, I think, the same score against Mandarin late in the second half, thirty five to twenty one. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. A tough loss at the very end on the road to Columbia. Matt Fryer's son, my friend Matt Fryer, Florida mm-hmm. State commit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they bounced back and beat the Bulls late. So they had some. They had three tough losses, mm-hmm. and uh, credit to them for still getting to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. It young, was a, it was a fun year. Young a Max, really fun year. young Max Lockett, uh, one of the receivers on the Bulls Bulldogs team. So he uh, had a, had an outstanding year. So shout out to him. All right, my man. He well, did. listen, we appreciate you. I'm glad you got Yoshi Always. Yamamoto and. Uh, but more oh, importantly, yeah. please, please, for all that is holy, go down there and get us a W on Sunday. I'm bringing it back. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Game's over. That'd Love be. you, man. All Happy right. holiday. You too, you too Lee. Good. Lee Lockett, our friend. Uh, Lockett Law, No Before You Blow, sponsors our high school report each and every week. Does a great job with that. We appreciate him. Charlton K. Ganey in the house. He's here to wish us a Merry Christmas. Good morning, Charlton. Merry Christmas. How, how are you, my friend? It's all good, baby. You're all good. It's always good to be in Duval. And, and Clay, Clay County's own. How is uh, how is uh, Mr. Ganey? How's Mr. Ganey doing? Hanging in there? Hanging in there. Yeah, God bless him. He's not a young man. Shout out to Little Ten. Shout out to Little Ten. Serving Thank you for his your service. Today. Yeah. Doing Go. duty up. Okay. At the uh, Marine Corps Air Base in Beaufort, South Carolina. And shout out to the, our favorite of the family, 5.0. 5.0 in town. In town. In Still town. At the house. We'll visit with Charlton when we come back. The 9 o'clock nasty. That's why he's here. That's coming up next. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. That's a hit song, E. <laughs> That's little uh, John bringing that like a champion. Welcome back to the program. 9 o'clock nasty, 9.07. Good morning, Jacksonville. Uh, Merry Christmas, Googans. We're hanging out here having a good time. Uh, Charlton K. Ganey, a.k.a. Mr. 10, has come by. He is frying a turkey out in the parking lot currently. Yes, sir. Actually uh, not. That's that was lot. actually for all the uh, beach rats out there with Awake and Bake. Get up, guys. And it's time Fill to up that bowl and hit it hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, nasty. What's wrong, E? Oh, nothing. You're, you're, it's my type of time, man. This is your time, man. <laughs> your time. So we welcome you back to the program, and you were excited about your Ning victory last night. Lightning last night, awesome win. What are the Vols doing in hoops these days? Where are they at? We won four straight. We're back okay. up to number eight. All right. I mean, we played a tough schedule out the right okay. out the gate. Okay. Who who we got? Let's see. Let's look up Tennessee basketball here. Yeah, look at the three that we played uh, in that little tourney. With- well, you got a big one coming up with Norfolk State. So, yeah, you're right. It is a tough one. <laughs> we, we gave up 62 to North Carolina in the I kid first half. I care. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Uh, Count it down. Look I'm, at them. I'm looking. Call the names you out. relax? Can I look here? Coming off that loss to Florida Atlantic last year where you could have went to the Elite Eight. I, I mean, who did the Gators got today at? Uh, at Grambling State. Grambling State. So okay, we just pump, played. Uh, pump the brakes. Uh, just played Michigan for Cripe's sake. Wow, six and five, Michigan. Well, it's not our fault. Not we didn't know. Unranked Michigan. You played Wisconsin. Wow. Uh, you played Wofford in, in the Kevin Ganey Bowl. Well, that's right. We, you know, got had to get a little check for him. Syracuse, up there. who's no good anymore. Uh, Purdue hammered you. Purdue. Well, I four. Yeah. They, uh, that, that, Kansas that, beat your ass. 
Carolina smoked you. Jeez. So any good team you've played, you've lost to is what's happening here. No, you beat Just Illinois. beat North Carolina State. Unranked. We beat Illinois. You're being mentioned as a Final Four team. You played Tarleton State. Last night, yeah. That's a little tune-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to look. I believe Tarleton State has a beach rat on their, on their team, if I'm not mistaken, from Fletcher High School. Uh, Norfolk State, then you open. Here we go. Ole Miss undefeated. Jan 6, then you play Mississippi State, then you play Georgia, then you play us. Is that in Gainesville or is no, that in you get Knoxville? That at home. We got a f- This is the Gators. The Gators open with um it ain't easy, boy. Gators, Gators got a good squad? No, the Gators SEC schedule. They open with Kentucky, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee. Kentucky's good. Yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Yeah. Ole Miss is undefeated. Ole Miss Last is undefeated. Last time I checked. But they're ranked 25th. I know. Well, who have they played? Again, you got to – at this time of the exactly. year, you got to look at the schedule, man. I'm glad we played hard teams. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Hard times make hard men. Just calm down. Let's, I don't want to go too deep into Tennessee hoops here, okay? Ole Miss beat Alabama State, Eastern Washington, Detroit, Mercy by a point. Come on. Uh, Sam Houston by three. Temple by one. They did beat NC State also. Uh, Memphis was their marquee win by three points. Mount St. Mary's, UCF by two. Ole Miss eight is a pretender, bro. They just happen to be winning games. Yeah, they got a few players on that team. Yeah. I saw a little bit of that in one yeah. of their games. Yeah. I don't know if Dan is on that this morning. I'm not sure what that is, so I'm not going to read speaking that. Speaking of uh, yes, speaking of college hoops, mm-hmm. how about the Florida State Seminoles? How long do you think that uh, Leonard's got left over there? I don't think that anybody cares. I think Leonard can stay as long as he wants. I'm not going to force Leonard out. Leonard's been through some terrible years. I mean, I don't – you think Leonard's got any? I should have asked Lee Lockett because Lee Lockett is the only true Seminole basketball fan that I know. I, I thought your son, your oldest no. son, was no. A, he's, he's not. not a, a, he's not an FSU basketball fan. No, just a football fan. He's a no. He'll baseball, and but he's not a basketball fan. I no. Hmm. I will ask him this weekend to name three guys on the FSU basketball team, and I will say he can't do it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, think Leonard's got any input on what conference that he'd like to no. be in to play? No. They don't ask I mean, Leonard anything. I think he'd be happy to get out of the ACCs. I'd be tired of playing Carolina and Duke. Leonard kind of got screwed COVID year. COVID year, they were good enough to win the whole they thing. Should've, they should have. They were good enough. The to, they might have been able to win the whole thing. Should've. They went to the – Leonard's little, little run was 18, 19, and 20. In 18, they went to the Elite Eight. In 19, they went to the Sweet 16. And in 20, they were good enough to win it. They were 26-5. and five. And the following year, they went to the Sweet 16 again. So, And then since then, three years, 17-14, uh, 9-23, uh, and 14, nine and, 23, and they're 5-5 five and five this year. So he's had, his, he's had his moments. He's had his run. We got to get down to brass tacks. What about our Jags? Do you feel good or bad? You're kind of a negative Jag fan most of the time, I would say. That's how I would characterize you. And you've been through the ringer. You've been with the club since 95. So I don't blame you. I just think you don't see the glass half full a whole lot. It's hard to see the glass I half understand. full when you drop three games in a I row. I understand. I'm not knocking you. This is not an insult to you. This is how I describe you. Yeah, well, I'm more realistic fan yes. because I don't see. Do you think they're going to win Sunday if they don't have Trevor? I think they have a 42% chance of winning Sunday. Okay, so they have a shot. They have a shot. Yeah. But I know, that I know from being in Tampa, I went in the – 
Seven Eleven down there mm-hmm. with a Jag sweatshirt on, and yeah. the lady goes, "Oh, he ought to pay double because he's got a Jag shirt on." I said, "Wait till you get that A kick in Sunday; mm-hmm. it'll be free." Mm-hmm. But they want the Jags; mm-hmm. they're ready down there. Shout out to the Detroit Lions who've notified season ticket holders that 2024 pricing will come with an average 30 percent increase. <laughs> they got to get the money back for all them years. Oh man. my God! By the way, I did see a news flash for E in there that. Joe Biden just pardoned everybody that got uh, marijuana charges on federal land. Hello. Those have been pardoned. We don't, we don't do politics on this program. No, I'm just saying that there's, if, you, if you have a marijuana charge. He has no marijuana charges that I know of, E. Is that correct? On federal land, you, Hello, you're not, now free and clear. Not only no marijuana charges, mm-hmm. no charges. No charges at all for E. So I don't even I, got charges on my credit card right now. I'm looking good, boy. Uh, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're doing or bringing up here in the middle of this I just discussion sport, of the Jacksonville the Jaguars. Talk. I, I've got some sort of Joe Biden federal land marijuana comments. <laughs> what are you about, doing to my show? We're talking about don't the make Jags. me throw you out of here. I, I want to spend some Christmas time with you. And I, I thought there might be some Googans out there would be happy to know that, I, Googans, especially out at the beach. If they're again, I don't they characterize the wake and bakers at the beach as only being at the beach is it's not fair. Away. Here's some good news. Tennessee starting safety Wesley Walker has gone into the portal. Congratulations. We've had fourth would, on the Vols with 53 tackles this year. Come on down, Wesley. That would be num- that would be the number seven DB that we've had go into the So court. is it the coach? What's the deal with that? What's the buzz? Uh, What's well, up with double chin down there? Up the there? ones that we put in this year mm-hmm. didn't play up to par. Okay. So I think they were told uh, – Oh, okay. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Okay. No more, no All more. Right. All right. All right. What's the out- outlook on Tennessee football as we move forward? Uh, Where are you with that? Uh, who, who are you playing in the bowl game? Let's start with that. Who are we playing in the bowl game? We're playing Iowa in the bowl game. Well, that'll be a fun one. So we're well. It's kind of good that we we're losing all those defensive backs. It's not like <laughs> Iowa not can problem. pass the ball. <laughs> not a problem. So all we have to do is stop the run. Um, question is is joe milton going to start or are we going to play play nico the whole time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. me personally hey joe i'm glad you came thanks for everything thanks for staying but yeah, time to play need, nico nico needs you wouldn't mind reps. even losing that game if you get nico a full game i don't see how i don't care who we play mm-hmm. i don't see iowa scoring enough points to beat us uh next year you open with the mocks looks like you got a tough schedule then you got the big showdown with nc state in charlotte i'll be there for that uh you've then you go home for Kent State. And then we go to Oklahoma. And then you go to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You go to Arkansas, another easy layup. And then the Gators come to town. That may be a layup. Who knows by Gators then. Gators come to town. Then Bama comes to town. Then Bama, good to see. Then you get Kentucky, Mississippi State, UTEP. You've really scheduled big time here, huh? I mean, we get the Canes, and you get UTEP, Chattanooga, and Kent State. You finally have a game. What are we you doing? You finally have an opening game. You want to what go about back? the big showdown? By the way, the dreams of uh, you know, Tennessee used to be this, ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee used to be, well, we're uh, 57 and 3 in November. We never lose in November because back in the day, they played Vandy, Kentucky, and, and the Sisters of the Poor throwaway game in November. This year, they have Georgia in November. So that, that dream will come to an end. We had Georgia in November this year. How did you do there? We lost. Okay. Right. How'd you do against them? We lost. How do we do against you? You won. I mean, Philly Napier beat Double Chin. <laughs> you're five and seven. It's sitting at home, yeah, gripping on losing all your recruits. What did you, you just lost six of your top ten where, recruits? Where did we finish? Did you get two of the top ten players in the country? We got one of them. One? Who's that? 
Oh. We got two five stars. It's amazing we're such good friends when we just hate each other's teams. Like every one of them, we hate. I got nothing but love for you. You try. To, I do too. You try to give me. He he will never give up on the Braves thing. He sends me like pictures of like, look, I'm a say I'm not a fan now. Look at this. I got a Braves ticket from 1986. That was 83. Whatever. I don't care. I sent you some from the 70s too. And I know you like, do. Oh. I get it. I know you followed them a long time, but you don't. You're not a, like. Well, here, they're, they're not high in your hierarchy of let sports. Me, let me say this. Back in the day, mm-hmm. when I could sit down at the table before mm-hmm. I went to school and mm-hmm. look at the box, you know, okay. look at the box scores every day, and keep up with the stats right. in the paper, mm-hmm. I don't have time from uh-huh. a work standpoint to take my day. And okay. your job is to sit around and do that. What are you saying? My job is to go out and make sure that the Googans have affordable energy. And what by you, the way, Googans, gas prices me? you're paying here in Florida aren't because of the oil companies, it's because of somebody's greedy. Uh huh. Gas it's, prices it's about two thirty in Houston right now. Oh, really? Two dollars. Our gas prices should be lower. Should be lower. Well, that's disappointing. So don't blame big oil. Okay. Well, I, Jeff is the one. Who I'm out big here oil. trying to make sure the Googans get a better life, and you're you? in here worrying about what the Gators are going to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's my job, isn't it? I mean, I'm about to toss you out on your rear end. By the way. I mean, I got nothing but love for you, brother. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, hey, you know, as far as the Gators go, yeah, I hope you're not in that. I mean, part of me hopes you are in that pit, mm-hmm. that pit of misery that I just went through for 20 years. Yeah. Remember, you know. Are you out of the pit? I, I Well, we, we popped up at the top. What gets you I out of I think we could fall back in just, just yeah, as what, easy. What gets you out of the pit of misery? Because in all honesty, we've talked about this many years. Like, you went into the abyss. You hired wrong coach after wrong coach. Florida has sort of done that. I mean – it, quite frankly, we had three straight losing seasons. It can't get any worse, I don't think. But we could hire another guy. It might be worse. We've gone from Meyer to Muschamp to McIlwain to Mullen to Napier. So, I don't know. But what gets you out of the pit of misery? Do you have to have like three years? Do you have to get to an SEC championship game? Do you have to win it? What do you have to do to be out of the pit of misery, do you think? To me, get to the SEC championship. I would say so. I would agree with that. A. And then be consistent. Step two, win an SEC championship. Yes. And then step three, Mm -hmm. get into the playoff. I think it's harder. Well, next year, 12 teams. Next year. Listen, here's the thing about Florida and Tennessee, in all fairness and with joking aside, both programs should expect to be in that dadgum playoff three out of every four years. Without a doubt. I mean, that's who you think you are. That's who we think. Now, again, others who aren't close to our programs will say, who the hell are you? To be better than tw- – uh, uh, you're not better than, you know, uh, 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 these other 12 teams. There are 12 other programs better than you. And and right now they're right. There are. But as a Florida football fan, I have the expectation of getting to the college football playoff three out of every four years is what I would put it. In, in fairness, that might be a year you slip up. And quite frankly, I think you should as well. I don't – I think if you don't have those expectations, yeah. you never reach those yeah. expectations. And we, those have to be the goals. Now, here's the interesting and thing. anything less, yeah. at, at, at some point, you've got to go, we got to go to the next guy. Yeah. You're not getting – I would agree with that. I don't disagree with that. And by the way, I would say this. It's certainly that way at Alabama. It's certainly that way at LSU. I, Auburn people would expect that as well, right? Absolutely. Georgia people expect that. Florida people expect that. Tennessee people expect that. I think those are the six that – you know, would expect to get to, to get to it regularly would be the comment, I would say. And I think the, there's some things that creep into the fan base, like mm-hmm. 
there's a certain segment of the fan base. Oh, I'm all vol. I'm a vol for life. I win or lose, I'm yeah. going to be. I, we're not talking about being a vol, win or yeah. lose, yeah. or being a Gator fan, win yeah. or lose. Yeah, I want a championship. Yeah, you must reach the pinnacle. Yeah, why are we doing this? Yeah, are we? If we're just doing it, it's not a beauty contest. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are here to win it. I want everybody your, else in the conference to lose. When is your – yeah, I'm with you on that, by the way. We're not like Ox. I'm not here Oxford. SEC. Yeah. When is your last um, SEC championship? Was that Peyton? 98. Peyton. No, that was – Oh, Peyton. T. We won it in 97 and 98. Yeah. I was at both of those games. Yeah, that's amazing. Came though. back, beat Auburn. How many times have you been to Atlanta since 98? We went three times after that three? and lost all three. Lost all three? 2007 was the last trip. What was the worst one of those three? 2001 when we went to when you Gainesville beat us in yeah. December won that game. Oh, All you we lost to LSU. Yeah, and, and then they weren't lose that good. Matt Mock. Yeah, just yeah. we we put everything into that Florida yeah. game and yeah. then sh- thought we'd just show up. Yeah, and we're going to be ordained to go, and yeah. we just got you know, and that's that's the you that's the biggest thing about college football and yeah. college sports. Yeah, you can win and be great one week, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. next week show up and just be dog. You know what? It's the truth. Aspen's. Aspen. Droppings. Damn Aspen. Why are we bringing up Aspen on this program? Uh, Charlton, it's great to see you. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Appreciate your friendship. Googans, and let's do all. Yes. Go Jags. Let's do it. Get it. All right. We'll come back and uh, rock and roll through uh, trending next. Happy. Merry Christmas, Googans. Welcome back. It's a football Friday here on The Drill. Hopefully you guys have a great weekend. Nice long weekend. A little Saturday fun. Sunday, Christmas Eve. Jags win. Monday, Christmas Day. Enjoy your families, your friends, your faith, your food. Back to work Tuesday. That's the plan here, or at least around these parts. Um, We talked a lot about FSU today, and obviously they're meeting and and all that. The other thing that they got to decide is who their quarterback's going to be. Is it going to be DJ Ugalele? Or are they going to get the kid from Washington State? I know that they're after both those guys. You kind of get the feel like it's they want to see where uh, uh, I think they'd prefer the kid from Washington State and will take Ugalele um, as their quarterback for next year. I don't think they're comfortable going into next season with the two kids that, you know, have been playing. So. Uh, we shall see how that goes here over the next few weeks in the old portal as that continues to uh, continues to unfold. The Gators better be very active in the portal. They got to get some football players. Uh, e, how you feeling? You feeling? Uh, you feeling some Christmas cheer? You want some New York City headlines? You see what's going on in the great country of ours? I love New York City headlines. All right. All right. A home for the holidays, ex-beauty queen allowed to spend Christmas in U.S. despite pleas of former NFL hubby she allegedly tried to have killed. Oh, my. Yeah, that's the lady. I think her. I think he went to Auburn. And, uh, yeah, that was a mess. She went to the Bahamas and kind of cracked up. Anyway. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Charlie Sheen attacked by neighbor who forced her way into his home. Winning. Authorities. <laughs> Uh, Japanese ace spurns Yankees and Mets for a record $325 million Dodger deal, forming super team with star, how do you say it, Kirk? Shohu Otana? <laughs> Yoshi. Sorry, uh, Denny. Just kidding. 
Fire in the sky, explosion involving 18-wheeler sparks, massive inferno, flames reaching up to 200 feet after upstate crash. Mm. Be, be safe out there. Yes, for sure. I just read them. I don't. Uh, honeymoon phase, newlyweds Chris Evans, Alba Baptista, seen for the first time at Scarlett Johansson's star-studded Christmas party. What a name. Chris Elba, Albert Altista? Alba Baptista. Alba Baptista. Alba Baptista. Disabled Delta passenger forced to crawl to seat when airline allegedly failed to assist. Wow. That's not cool. Not cool. Come on, guys. Get your check, man. Dangerous beauty. Vegas woman who once claimed she was too pretty to be arrested learns her fate and brutal murder of her mom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> mom jelly? Julie Andrews gushes over fit Dick Van Dyke on Mary Poppins. He was gorgeous to look at. Read that headline again. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see where it is. I just lost it. It's gone. Horror in the square. Woman killed after 66-foot Christmas tree falls on Belgian Market Square. Oh, my. That is unfortunate. FDA seizes thousands of units of fake Ozempic as demand soars. Fake Ozempic. Fake Ozempic. Well, I guess that's out there, too. Uh, Norwegian cruise ship with 266 passengers loses ability to navigate after rogue waves smashes the bridge. That's unfortunate. Prepare for impact. Wild brawl featuring multiple people swinging sticks erupts on Long Island Highway after a car crash. I saw the video. They was getting loose up there. Good gracious, man. Where did they get them sticks from? I don't know. Out of the back of the cars, maybe? <laughs> Taylor and Travis Kelsey have had deep conversations about their future. Hey, I'm telling you, man, they might make it. Here's a good feel-good one to end it. Lost huh? dog safely rescued after surviving alone in the woods. For more than six years. <laughs> what? what in the heck? Wow. Survivor. Six years. Survivor for sure. Not a boy, doggy. Some New York City headlines that we like to bring for you here on the uh, on the drill. E, how are the Christmas plan shaping up for you? Oh, man. Well, honestly, I already got my Christmas gift. All right, uh, good. Christmas uh, with Christmas being Monday. Mm -hmm. As we kind of referenced earlier, mm -hmm. um, Gritty. Mm -hmm. I was able oh, to. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So we don't. We all know Gritty. He's a he's a Baltimore Ravens fan, but even more, he's a L Boogie fan. That's a Lamar Action Jackson. Yes, he is. So I was able to coordinate with the help of some wonderful people to um, allow him to meet his favorite player. That's and awesome. My Christmas gift was actually seeing him smile and his reaction because that's yes. like that's like. Can you imagine meeting your childhood like the person that no. you? you it would be adore? like for me when I was eight years old, going like my dad taking me to Shea Stadium and saying. This is Tom Seaver. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like me meeting LeBron. Yeah. You know, I'm not know, you know, I'll be in awe. So uh, Aiden got to meet Lamar Jackson, take pictures with him, and he also got a football in his jersey sign, and that's something that he's going to remember forever. Yeah. I'm big on giving your, your kid memories as opposed to buying them toys. As we referenced earlier, you know, when they're in their younger ages, you give them a box and some wrapping paper, and they're good. Even now, you get them a remote control car, whatever you go spend the money on, two years later, they don't really care about it. But those memories, they're going to remember forever. So that was huge for me. And so to me, I already got my Christmas gift and seeing my kids smile. All right, so I'm, 
One last thing here on social media. I think I'm going to have to ask you to take the walk here. Oh, let me see. This is, okay, so what we got here, what I got is a kid in one of these, um, what do you call this, E? This like a storage crate, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like a storage bin. A storage bin. You all know what those are. We all have those in our garage, yeah, right? We put them in the Christmas garage. Stuff Christmas in. stuff goes in. It's a big storage bin. I got about a three-year-old kid mm-hmm. getting into the storage bin. Seen that before. Okay, we got the little sister at the top <laughs> of the apartment uh, at the stairwell. She's watching Big Brother. All right, so I think I think my guess is my man here is about to go over the Niagara Falls <laughs> so. is what I'm worried about. So let's see what happens here. A little boy in the storage bin, top of the stairs, little girl, probably older sister, no telling what she's going to do. Here we go. Up, oh, she shoved. There he goes. Oh, oh, no. He's up. He's up. He's okay. He's okay. I didn't think she was going to roll. So my man crawled into the bin. She shut the hood of the bin, the top of the bin. She didn't really even lock it, E. No, she just threw it. She just shoved it down the stairs. It's one, two. Stand by here. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, this is about... 15 stairs. Oh, man. She just threw it. She threw that boy right down those stairs, man. He pops out, though. He's fine. And it went over over twice. That's like a a car accident. Like, it flipped over yeah. twice. Yeah. Oof. Who wins Cowboys-Dolphins on Sunday, my friend? Oof. No Tyreek? Uh, I bet he plays. I think he's back to playing. We'll see. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to guess yes. I'm going to go with the Stinkfish. You are? Yeah, I'm going to go home? with the Dolphins. Yep. Okay. All right, that's a good game. Yeah, that's it kind is. of an like, like some, that's a something's got to give game, and I'll tell you why. The Dolphins don't beat anybody who wins, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the Cowboys don't play well on the road. Ooh, yeah. So something's got to give in that one, right? We have some really. We were talking earlier. The NFL is just giddy over this weekend. Like Cincinnati at Pittsburgh on Saturday at four thirty. Buffalo at the Chargers Saturday night. No commercials in the fourth quarter, by the way. I've heard. Oh, nice. India at Atlanta means something. Seattle, Tennessee means something. Detroit at Minnesota means something. Here's a throwaway game. Washington and the Jets. Nobody cares. Green Bay at Carolina. Eh, kind of. A little bit for Green Bay. Cleveland, Houston means something. Jacksonville, Tampa means something. Arizona, Chicago, throwaway game. Dallas, Miami, huge. New England at Denver means something. Vegas at the Chiefs means something. Giants at Philly means something. Baltimore at San Francisco. What I mean, there's like two games on the schedule that – mean nothing the football gods little g the nfl man they're looking out for us because yeah. um unfortunately all those games on amazon prime all year yeah was, eh, not all that but now we're we getting that back appreciate it boys are telling me the video is fake on the kid going down the thing that could be <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know that's what we're being told so all right let's do this uh let's make the turn for home we'll do that when we come back right here on the drill now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Four, I welcome Tony to the show. Uh, because it's Christmas time, we have four tickets to next week's Tax Layer Bowl. So if you're a Kentucky fan... Kentucky Clemson, righty? Kentucky Clemson. Man, that's a good game. I mean, you want to go see some football next Friday. Go down to the bank and watch some good college football. Bring the razzle-dazzle. Kind, courteous, and correct. 641-1010. We'll open the phone lines. We'll He'll get to you right after we finish up here. But, um, yeah, we got four tickets to the Tax Slayer Bowl next 
Friday, Kentucky, Clemson. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. What's going on? What do you guys got cooking on? Uh, we'll have Friday? Tom McManus in with us here on this Friday, and we'll do as we do each Friday during the season. Keys to a victory. Yes. The Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, we need a win. What do you think, Trevor, yay or nay? Nay. Yeah. Kind of looks I, like I it, think it? he would need to be limited in practice today. Today I, is I, it was yeah. yesterday or today. Just get in a limited yeah. practice, and yeah. I think he'd be a go. But, yeah, uh, it's at least trending in that direction. And look, it's a concussion. There's nothing anybody can do about it. He'll yeah. be cleared when he's cleared. When he's cleared, he'll play. Right, like that's the way that's going to work. And if he's cleared on Saturday, he'll play Sunday. Right, right. So it's not he has to practice today to play. Right, right. like if if he's cleared tomorrow and hadn't practiced all week. He's going to play against Tampa. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the way that's going to work. But, yeah, a limited practice today would tell you that it's at least trending in that direction to get him cleared. But, you know, with him not having practiced yet, no, I don't think he plays Sunday. Well, have a great show. Merry Christmas to the boys from Jaguars today. Uh, E! Now, today's takeaways. Brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. E, what's your takeaway from today's program? Man, it's Christmas. I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for this show. Yep. I'm thankful for 1010. Yep. But uh, most importantly, I'm thankful for all the listeners. Yeah. Um, for uh, consistently tuning in and showing love, man. And, of course, the good Lord above. Appreciate all of you. Yeah, many blessings. Have a great Christmas. Uh, listen the rest of the day. A lot of the boys will be working on Sunday on Christmas Eve. You guys kick back and enjoy. We'll do the heavy lifting, and uh, we'll be back uh Tuesday, we better be talking about a dadgum Jaguar victory and kind of a clear path to the AFC South title. Please, Santa. Please. Santa! I know him. Merry Christmas, everyone. 